Oops, I don't have the right topics. Hang on a second. I will update that in a second. Go. All right, what's up? Welcome to the Tuesday show. This is Ultra David with our guest. Mike Watson, what's up, guys? And James Chen, how's everybody going? All right, so what we're going to do today is a few things. We're going to talk with you about Super Arcade. And I guess we'll talk about the history of that, but also what's up with it now and what's going on and all that stuff. We'll talk about some tournament results. We'll talk about, uh, I guess, Unreal Engine. We'll talk about Marvel Infinite maybe getting busted now. <laughs> and all sorts of other stuff. All right? All right, James is busy doing something. I'm updating the topics. There we go. My bad. Boom, 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 boom. There we go. Fantastic. There we go. Fantastic. Yeah, there we go. Okay. All righty. Well, I don't know. You guys just want to talk about the history of Super Arcade? Uh, yeah, I guess we could start. Uh, as you guys know, Super Arcade, or as you might not know, Super Arcade used to host uh, Wednesday Night Fights. We started back in, what, 2000. 10 or 11 maybe? Yeah. That's not about I, right? I mean, Super Arcade's been around forever. Yeah, it had been around though, before. For, yeah, was, like, wasn't that where like Mike Watson first started playing? I mean, not Mike, but Mike Ross started playing. Let, let's like, let's not talk doing? about Scrubs. Let's talk about okay, Legends. Okay, there. okay, fair enough. Fair this enough. arcade was where Tomo Ohira yeah, was brought up. He oh, lived, is that uh, so? Yeah, he lived in oh, Walnut. Yeah. That's where I first met him back in 90, 91. Yeah. yeah, that's where I first met Tomo. and uh, A legendary player, of course. The, yeah, the best Street Fighter player ever. Yeah. Uh-huh. You might might not agree with me. But... I have no idea. <laughs> yeah, so he was so he was so ahead of his time. Like that. Yeah. I, now that I know Street Before Fighter and I understand, like now I think back to when Tomo was playing. I understand that all the concepts that we understood today, he was doing back then. Okay, cool. So yeah, I think it's kind of like comparing. Like, let's say you have an early release game, <clears throat> F Champ, and you go to a tournament on day one, and you know all the shit about everything already. That's that's kind of like Tomo. Okay, he was yeah. always like. Not one step ahead, not two steps. It was like years ahead of everybody. Mm-hmm. It was just crazy. Yeah. By the way, while we're on the subject, before we talk about the rest, I saw the little video documentary that you were in and that Tomo was in. And Jeff Schaefer and was in. And Schaefer as well. What, what was that on? What was the... Um, Big Gamer or something like that? What was it called? Oh boy, I don't remember what the YouTube channel was now, but if anybody hasn't seen it, I highly recommend it. It was a very good watch. Yeah. We got a little beef with those guys, though. Okay. Okay, I'm going to tell you a little story. I'm going to get this off my chest because it kind of pissed me off. <laughs> This documentary was supposed to be about, about old school Street Fighter 2. supposed to be Jeff Schaefer, me, and Tomo. Okay. And I spent a shitload of time. <laughs> I fucking... I can't even tell you. Like, I, I kind of dedicated, you know, some time to this. And for it to turn out, hey, let's talk about the long-lost Tomo. I see. And I'm just, like, a little bit of narration. I was like, man, what the... F-? <laughs> so, like, it wasn't, wasn't really about you. It wasn't really about me. Yeah. And I confronted the guy. I'm like, hey, dude, just be up front with me. I don't care. You know, I'll support my friend Tomo and stuff. I have no problem with that, you know? But don't play me like that. That's, that's not cool. Don't waste my time like that. But. Uh, so, so that's my beef. CNN, That's dude? the arcade that he started in. Yes. Super Arcade. Yes. Then, many years later... You took it over, basically, in what? 2009 or 10? 2009 or 10. Yeah. So you took it over, and then at some point in time, that's when... Um, Vi and them needed a venue for Wednesday Night Fights. Well, Vi and them were technically in a garage. They were yeah, in a garage. And I told Vi, hey, dude, I'm taking over the spot. Come on down. Let's, you know, just on a handshake. We're like, yo, let's do this here. And it was like an instant, instant success. We're right in the middle of Orange County, right in the middle of L.A. And, dude, just everyone met there, and it became... Pretty much the mecca, yeah. not I mean, just it, California. It, but. This was like after a few venues that Vi tried Yeah, they had been at the Proud yeah. Bird. And they were Proud Bird, they were at the David Buster's, there was at the 
the, the Hollywood the Park, Park Casino, Hollywood Park Casino, Casino, all sorts of weird I mean, locations. You, you can't replicate an arcade. No, yeah. sure. it was Art, much the value of an arcade is just it was much better at Super irreplaceable. And so that all came together, right. and then at one point in time, you know, after a few years, and you, it was pretty much your sole property, you were like, you know what, I really want to do something cool for the community, Right. I want to renovate it, I want to remodel it, put an official stage, let's make a bathroom that people are not terrified. Well, let's go back a little bit to. before that. Okay. So, <clears throat> technically, it was owned by uh, Ralph, which was the mm-hmm. owner of Family Fun Arcade. And he brought me in to manage the place. Right. So also a famous arcade in Southern California. Yeah, it was a, that for was 30 a... years. It was the arcade. Like, he started pinballs when they were illegal. Like, it was just... Dude. That's where Third Strike also was, like, the, the mecca, mecca of, of Third, Third Strike. Strike in America. Not anywhere else. In America yeah. as a whole. And so. that was even where, like, Gerald and them started playing at first, right? right? L.A. Yeah. Akira. Uh, L.A. Akira. Yeah. And David here, that was his home arcade. So he knows a lot about Family Fun, if you guys mm-hmm. care to find some history on that. But, uh, yeah, so Ralph called me in his manager. Uh, I worked there for a couple years and it wasn't turning a profit near the end and Ralph was just getting older tired and he just wanted to get out of the business his health wasn't doing too too well and he's just like I'm walking away Mike and I was like dude I gotta save this I don't know how but I gotta mm-hmm. save it so we did a big raffle while raffles were still the thing and people weren't <laughs> shitting on them but we gave away to like we gave away like three thousand dollars legit three thousand dollars worth of stuff and we right. raised about like ten or eleven thousand and just with that money, I, I used it and threw it all on the super, bought machines, bought everything, because the place was empty. It was emptied out overnight without my consent, without my notice, but that's another story for another mm-hmm, day. Mm-hmm. But basically, we started from scratch. We had picnic tables to put our setups on. We had, like, four arcade machines. The place was just grungy and dirty, and we ran it like that for maybe, a, I want to say, a good year, year right. or so. Mm-hmm. And this is when we started. We asked for a Kickstarter, because, dude, I was just I was just spinning my wheels. I wasn't... I wasn't making any money there. I was doing this all just out of the love of the game, and I was actually losing money. I would have to use my own income from other jobs. I mean, to, I know you don't want to get into it too much, but, you know, like, it got emptied out by Ralph, right? Yes. Yeah, so basically, you he still had keys to the place and everything like that, and without you knowing, he just took all the machines. Yeah, technically, he was the owner. Uh, we had a verbal agreement, like, hey, I'm going to buy this off you. I'll pay you so-and-so for the game slowly as a payment plan because... I wasn't just going to fork out like $30,000 to this guy out of nowhere. Right. You know, we'll go on a payment plan, blah, blah, blah. But I guess he thought otherwise of our deal. And I don't want to say snake me, but I mean, it is what it is. And we're at this <laughs> point. I even tried to reach out to him a couple <clears throat> weeks ago through uh, Tom Arliff. Oh, okay. Okay. And I wanted to talk to him. Just, you know, kind of settle everything. Be mm-hmm. like, look, I've been through I've been through hell and back already. Right. I know when your back's against the wall. I know when things aren't going right. You got to do what you got to do for your family. And... I actually wanted to tell him, uh, you know, like, hey, if you want to say sorry to me, it's cool. You know, like, everything's fine. I don't want you to hold this on you, you know, like, have no guilt, no nothing. Right. I'm cool with everything. I understand. I understand people do what they got to do just to just to make it in life at times. And, you know, by him doing that to me, if that's what he had to do to survive, that's fine. Like, I, I let it go. It's We're cool. I, I didn't know he was still around. He does a little bit of this and that. He was at SCR, actually. Really? Yeah, he I went to go visit know. SCR, so I missed him. Okay. okay. Uh, anyway, so back to the old history. <clears throat> so he kind of, you know, emptied out the arcade on the afternoon in the middle when Eris was working there. And <laughs> yeah, he knows I'm taking care of, like, a three-month-old kid. There's no way I can leave mm-hmm. and just stop him. So he emptied it out without my notice or anything. And I was just like, what am I going to do? So like I said, we did the raffle. We did everything. We raised it up and... You know, we, got, a bu- got it back together. I yeah, remember. got everything back together, and the tournaments were going strong as usual. We started bringing in Smash and everything, and 
dude, like, believe it or not, Super Arcade was supported, like, more or less by the Smash community. And I, I thank you guys for that. That's awesome. You guys have a great community. And, you know, we're trying to bring you guys back. Hopefully, uh, you know, you guys will come around a few times a week uh, when the new Super opens. So, right. But, uh, yeah, then we did our Kickstarter. And the, the whole reason we did Kickstarter, I, I wasn't making any money. I was literally making zero dollars. I would sometimes have to go out and work to make money to pay my employees. Mm-hmm. So not only am I not making money, I'm going into the negative to keep this place open. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, no matter how popular Street Fighter was, no matter how popular Marvel and all these games or the tournaments, just it doesn't cut it. The rent over there is $6,000 for 2,700 square foot of space, which is, dude, you can't afford, that's like renting a spot in the mall. You just, you can't do it. Right. It's not heard of it. <clears throat> And making money off quarters and charging five dollar venue fees—that's just not gonna. It's not gonna do anything. Because Super us. Arcade was even two spices sized yes. in that in yeah. that venue in that yeah, we shopping. Were, we were actual two basically. units put together. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So yeah, we did a we did the Kickstarter <clears throat> before I did the Kickstarter. I didn't know if I wanted it to succeed or not, but it was just my last. Like you know what? If it happens, I'll pour everything I have into. I'll put my heart into it. If it doesn't, okay, I can walk away. I tried, and if the community doesn't want to support it, then that that's up to them. I, I can provide you with the place to play. I can put in the work and effort, but it's up to the community to come in and show support and put their heart into their game that they want to support right. if they want to keep it going. And, you know, things were doing fine and everything. And uh, a lot of people give me a lot of a lot of flack for a couple things that were done. So first off, we did get the, the landlord's permission to remodel. I'm on a month-to-month with them because with the lease at $6,000... You don't know where the where the community is going. You don't know where the economy is going at the time. It it's hard to pay six thousand dollars a month, and if you sign yourself up for two years, three years, you're putting yourself at a very very huge disadvantage. Whereas a month to month, I could walk away anytime, and you know I, I figured they wouldn't be scummy enough to do something like that. But <laughs> they were scummy enough. They wanted me to sign a three year right after our model. They wanted to raise my rent, and you know as the internet is, they're they're out to. They're out to kill you, and they were trying to they were trying to mess with me. And they even had people calling, checking the prices of the Super Arcade lease just to confirm that I'm not BSing them. But eventually, really? yeah, dude, <laughs> you, got, you got legit people saying, "Oh, no way, that place costs six grand a month. That's bull." And like this That's and that. Because they don't live in Southern yeah, California. Yeah, they don't know, man. I'm like, dude, I could buy a million dollar right. house. Like, so basically, you did this Kickstarter. A whole bunch of people donated to this. Right. Um, you remodeled the, the bathroom. The yeah, bathroom was super nice. You remodeled a bunch of the inside of the arcade. You repainted a bunch of things. You were, you hadn't quite built the stage yet, but you had built those little sections for the PC machines and everything right. like that, for the stations and everything. And then that's when the landlord figured, he was like, well, you're kind of locked into this, so well, now when, I can kind of screw you when, over. When right? an old man comes at night and they see 100 people every single night, they're going to automatically see dollar signs like Mr. Crab, you know, like, ching, ching, ching. Right, like, right, dude, right. They, uh-huh. But they don't understand, like, these kids are there, they're not spending a ton of money. They're mm-hmm. there to pay mm-hmm. their $5 venue, they're playing to support the game. Yeah, we might bring in $500 a night, but once you divide all the costs of everything, dude, mm-hmm. like, I'm literally making maybe 50 bucks a night. Right. For working a 12-hour day. And, <laughs> dude, I could work at McDonald's and make money. So. The worst thing about it, too, is, like, Super Arcade was making so much money for all the restaurants <clears throat> there, too. Oh, my God. That's dude, true. There was, the, there was the Jolly Cup. Lolly was, Cup. Lolly Cup. Cup. The owner of Lolly Cup, the day I left, begged me to come back. He begged me. We literally tripled the business of Lolly Cup next to us. Yeah. Dude, that Chinese restaurant right next to you. Everyone ate there all yeah. the time. Dude, dude. all these Even people complained. The box, you know? These people all complained when we first got there. I told the lollipop guy, I'm like, look, 
I'm going to have a ton of people coming in here. Run a promo over here, and he's like, yeah, 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 whatever. <laughs> Fucking next day he comes over, the second day I'm open, he's handing me free coupons for drinks, dude. And I was like, here, dude, I'm sorry, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> the lady next door at Coffee Break. Uh-huh. Tell your people don't line up in front of my store, blah, 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 blah. Uh-huh. Fucking next week, she's like asking me, do I speak Chinese? Fucking trying to be all nice to me. And like, all right, lady, you know, we'll help you out, dude, whatever. You know? But I mean, arcades, that, that's what arcades do. Arcades generate income from people. They bring in people from outside your region. So you're not only yeah. serving your locals, you're bringing in fresh outside money. Yeah. And I'm, I mean, I'm, it took us an hour and a half to drive there. Yeah, I mean, it's basically I, new we money went. in the system. I, right? you, I bought a freaking boba from that place like every time. Yeah, every I went. At least you, one boba, yeah, right? Uh-huh, I mean, let's not kid ourselves. You can drink three or four yeah, of those in uh, one night easily. Oh, man. <clears throat> but yeah, yeah, people were shitting on me about the Kickstarter. You know, where's the spreadsheet? Where's this and that? And I've, I've literally spent like at least two hours writing down a breakdown of everything. And it's just people refuse to read. Like, you it's also, online. You even spent more than you got yes. from the Kickstarter. Yes, I definitely spent more. Mm-hmm. I definitely spent more. And the whole thing about the Kickstarter is this. The Kickstarter was supposed to remodel the location I was at, which I did. I finished out everything. I didn't cheat anybody out of any money. Everything that I said I was going to do, I did. Right. But now I took it even a step further, and I, I'm moving, and I have no obligation to Kickstarter anymore, technically. Mm-hmm. But I'm moving with my own money. So let's just calculate. I pay $4,000 in rent for two years already with no shop open. Right? That's $96,000. My Kickstarter raised 54000 after all is said and done. Mm-hmm. Where do you think the rest of the money came from, guys? Like, let's be realistic. That's out of my pocket. And didn't I pay for pay, storage. Didn't you pay back a lot of the Kickstarter as well? I sent out some prizes. After I'm open... Every dollar that was received from Kickstarter, every dollar, mark my word, you can use it in court of law, whatever you want, mark my word, I promise I will pay back every penny. You guys will have nothing on me. I don't need the money. It was just, do we have the support of the community? You guys said yes, so I made it happen. You guys came out to support me. You still support me. A lot of people are still hitting me up all the time, and it means the world. And I can make money. I'm very fortunate that I have a gift to hustle and make a lot of money like <laughs> i've been blessed with poker skills you know like right. I, yeah. I can I, I can just talk and make money like but every so, penny will be paid back after so you ran the kickstarter yes and then the landlord increased the rent yes and you basically called constructed bluff, eviction right? yeah. he, he strung me out of there he, he yeah, tried yeah, to weasel yeah. he's like nah so these guys aren't leaving to, you had to get out of the out i had to get uh, out of there there's spot. no way there yeah. was no way okay well what happened after that so now I'm searching for cities that allow coin op entertainment permits. Right. And you're not going to find that. Like, as much as people say, why don't you go here? Why don't you go there? It doesn't work like that. You have to find a city, and each city has a zone. They have different zoning. You're allowed to put it here, here, and here. Azusa was the perfect candidate because it's seven miles north of Walnut. So I'm going to keep my same local clientele. We're still in the middle of L.A. and Orange County. Mm-hmm. But this is where I ran into the biggest brick wall, like, in my life. Like, the corruption in cities, not just big cities, but small cities, seems like it's even worse. The corruption is ridiculous. I mean, (laughs) besides directly asking me for money, I was pretty much shit on the whole time I was there. Like, they're giving giving me excuses, like, your customers are going to pee on the floors. Like, dude. So, the... the, 
local cities can decide which businesses are in exactly. their city or not. Yes, you're either in their pocket or you're not. Like, and yeah, there are rules, right, that they are supposed to operate by, uh, but they control those rules. Yes, mm-hmm. they control everything. Yeah. So, but uh, here's the one well, bright like, light. Like, I know one business that's also run by an FTC guy that he went to their city and was like, "I really, this is a great location. I want to open my business here." And the city was like, "That is a great location." So they took it and turned it into their offices. You know? <laughs> <laughs> so they like jacked the location. So this is- you had you had a big issue with trying to get the permit, essentially. Right. So what happened was I rented out a spot. And I was still very cautious. In my lease, I had the term stating, I will not pay any rent until the permits are fully issued and I have no problem. So that happened. And after two months of fighting the city, I had a hearing and everything. But right. Like I said, there was one bright light of hope that saved everything. If the internet did not exist, there would be no chance. It was streamed. Because this whole hearing was streamed. And people were finally like, you know, because this was already in April, May, and then dragged on to September. And people yeah. were like, Mike, what's taking so long? I'm like, dude, they're telling me all this shit. And people are like, nah, no way. You're full of it. I'm like, dude, watch it. Listen to it. And literally, you hear people saying, you got an old lady saying, oh, your customers are going to be gawking and whistling at me when I walk through the parking lot. Your customers are going to be peeing on the floors. I'm like, lady, like, no one's looked at you for fucking 30 years. Why would they start <laughs> whistling at you now? Give me a break. You, you don't have a big rack. You're ugly. Like, what do you want? You know, like, come on. Like, it's just ridiculous. Like, and my guys peeing on, like, dude, are you, you guys are potty trained, right? We're all potty trained, you know? Yeah, like, no, come on, we're not going to just pee on your floor. There's a lot of stereotypes about arcades from the 1980s, and it was considered yeah, bad dude, kids. Someone even, someone even in the chat even survives. remembers that there was that tan shirt guy yeah. who was, like, the only He's good the person. only yeah. hero. He's the only hero, dude. Because he spent that whole entire hearing, and he's like, but wait, we're going to bring in new people that we don't have, you yeah. know? Like, this is a great... and. Dude, everybody from the FTC went to that. I remember Potter, you know, Potter, who's a freaking lawyer. That's the Peter second Aguilar. hearing they yeah. came. Oh, that they was the second filled one. up the whole auditorium. Okay, so here's another fucked up thing. Everybody is supposed to be allowed five minutes to speak. They cut down everybody's time to three minutes. That's, That's right, the yeah. first time it's ever been cut down. Mm-hmm. The most memorable part of that was not just all the people showing up and everybody supporting me. There's a guy from Galloping Ghost Arcade. That's right. All the way out in Chicago. Yeah. I don't know him. I've never met him before. I've never said one word to him. He's like, hey, I'm going to come to your hearing instead of going to Evo because the hearing was one week. Yes. He canceled his Evo trip to go to my hearing. Wow. So he could speak for three minutes. How disrespectful of the city is that? He owns the largest arcade in the world. Like, in the world. And this guy came to support me. And it's just like, that's just what arcades mean to people. You know, like, people put their heart and soul into it. This guy. He threw away a whole vacation to visit the city of Azusa <laughs> on the behalf of Super Arcade. He doesn't know me. He knows me. That's crazy, man. Right. I forgot about that. That's yeah. just ridiculous. But yeah, everybody spoke for three minutes. I was mad, too, because I wanted to go to that thing, and I couldn't because I was trying, I had already had my plane ticket yeah, to Evo, and I remember being there. in the airport watching it on my phone. You know? And who was it from Nintendo died that week, too? Oh, was that the same week? That's the same week. Wow. So we lost Nintendo. We got screwed by Azusa. And like, dude, it was like just crazy, crazy stuff happened, dude. And just so yeah, there were a couple of hearings. There was a couple of hearings. So here's the worst of it all. So I got rejected twice. Yeah. So I'm like, okay. I told the owner of that complex, hey, the city hates you. I gotta back out. I need my money back. So he gave me back my deposit. Everything was cool. Yeah. One of the city officials appointed me to the location that I'm running now. Mm-hmm. So if he's appointing me there when he was against me, 
maybe he's like, hey, if you go here, we're going to let it go. And I kind of screwed up at that point. I'm like, okay. So I rented this place. I didn't put in the clause until I get my permits. Uh-huh. And right. So now I'm like, fuck, I screwed up. I was too ambitious, too anxious to get everything done. But you would think if they tell you to go there, it's kind of like, hey, hint, hint, go, you know? And I went there and they started screwing with me even more. Does the guy own it or something? No. But you would just think the guy that's been on the, on the what's it called, on their staff for like yeah. 30 years is not going to dick me around like that. I guess. I don't know. So what what happened after that? I mean, it's, it's at this point when, at least publicly, I stopped hearing about what was going on. Okay, so and then, this was this was maybe a couple of years ago. So then this is September 2015-ish. of 2015. Yeah. I started renting the place out. I'm paying $4,000 a month in rent. Let me remind you guys. Plus 800 in stores. 4,800 a month. So let's just round up. 5,000 <laughs> 60 grand a year just to keep a dream alive. I'm throwing I'm burning money here at this point. But anyways, I started construction, started everything. Two weeks into it... It took a while before you could start construction, right? I was already started. I built oh, an okay. office. I was tearing down everything. Okay. Just okay. behind closed doors. They come in, stop work order. Okay. No problem. I understand. Why? You need permits for everything. Okay. Okay. So we go to the city. Now I got to get an architect, everything. And architects are expensive. My first architect, he was a little bit autistic. No bullshit. A little bit autistic. And they didn't like him. So he did all my plans, everything, and I spent about 15000 on this guy. And I could tell they don't like him. And now I'm like, fuck, I need to get this done. So I had to get a, another architect, which they're okay with. So now I spend another twenty grand because these architects have a big ego. That's not my work. I'm going to start from scratch. I don't want to deal with anyone else's paperwork. I'm like, okay, let me throw away another twenty grand. So all this goes on. Now they're approving. Now they're like, okay, they wanted me to build four restrooms in there. It's 5,000 square foot building. They wanted four extra restrooms. And they wanted four restrooms because every 1 to 100 males needs one urinal or one toilet. Every 25 females needs their own urinal and they need their own sink. So aside from having to get everything up to code, handicap, ADA compliant, they're thinking I'm going to have 100 women in there. I need four toilets to accommodate women with four sinks. Dude, it's not a runway, dude. It's an arcade. And <laughs> on top of all that, they wanted two drinking fountains. I'm like, bro, it's not Disneyland. Why do I got to fucking have drinking fountains, toilet? All-? So it, it's just, it was crazy. So I fought and I fought and I fought. And they were still denying me. So here's the whole, whole big win of everything. Lemley Theater comes in, which is an independent-owned theater. It's owned by the grandsons of the founders of Universal Studios. Like movie theater. You mean. Yeah, movie mm-hmm. theater. This guy comes in, and he's bidding for a project across the street in a big shopping center. His theater, surrounded by restaurants, shops, whatever. Or, they have a bowling alley arcade that's going to be the centerpiece of the downtown. And I, I get wind of this, I'm like, I can't open an arcade. But you want an arcade slash bowling alley to be the yeah. centerpiece of downtown. Yeah. You go, there's, there's no justice. Yeah. So we go to hearing everything. I'm sitting there. I see the officials looking at him. I'm just giving them the death stare. Like, man, fuck you. You better not fucking approve this. I'm going to kill you. <laughs> so the first hearing, they approve of the bowling alley center. Yeah. Oh, there was an uprage, dude. Like, like no other. 80-year-old men walking out of there because we don't want no fucking bowling alley here. Fuck you. Really? Dude, 80-year-old <laughs> men. It's like, dude, they were so passionate. And huh. I was just laughing. So I got in contact with uh, Greg Lemley, and we spoke a little bit, and I told him, hey, don't give up. And this is where Channel 5 News came to talk to me. 
the San Gabriel oh. Valley Tribune, Pasadena Star News, they all came to talk to me. And behind the scenes, I got people, the younger crowd at the city was telling me, hey, you know, if you help this guy out, we'll help you out. Like, you know, it's kind of, it's the back, the backstage BS that goes on. It's, yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. it's real. Yeah. Just because you don't see it and you don't want to believe it, I'm telling you, from first time experience, this shit's real. Like, and he fought for it. And we went back to a second hearing. And before the hearing even started, the the team for the bowling alley arcade was like, you know, we're going to step aside. We've listened to this to the people of Azusa, and we'll gladly move our location to somewhere else. We're going to let Lemley Theaters come in. And mm. huh. Bam, it was done. And after that, boom, all of a sudden, oh, all my permits are cool now. Just out of nowhere. Uh-huh. So then after that, we start construction. We do everything. So here's the so in other words, they were holding back the permits because they were thinking about giving. Like, exactly. Exactly. So if they told me that a long time ago, I'd be like, you know what? I'm out of here. Yeah. You guys are ridiculous. Instead, I'm sitting here lighting money on fire and they want to screw with me. So then there's even more BS. So I'm building, I'm building, I'm building. It gets to the point. Finally, they're like, Mike, this building is not seismically correct in a safety. What, what time frame is this now? This is after I've been building and I've spent like another 50 grand. This is at the end of 2016 now. Okay, okay. I mean, Mike, this building is not earthquake safe. The escape routes, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, what the fuck? And they want me to what they call retrofit the building. Mm-hmm. And that's going to cost me $150,000. What? And I'm like, dude, I don't own this building. You guys know I'm not going to spend this. <laughs> I'm like, where do I call my lawyer? Who who does my lawyer got to talk to? They're like, yeah. oh, don't worry, don't worry. We'll take care of it. You bring up the word lawyer and all of a sudden people okay. are like, oh, we got it, we got it. Okay. No, that's cool. Well, that's like, good. dude, it's, it's just crazy. Like, the corruption that goes on is just is so ridiculous. Like, there's no answer for it. So they were just hoping that you'd be like, okay, and spend the hundred fifty thousand. No, they're trying to bleed me out. Right. Oh. Okay, they're trying to okay. bleed me out because, dude, I've thrown in three hundred thousand dollars at this point. Right. How many people have three hundred thousand dollars to open an arcade? So, I, yeah. The I, ones that have okay. it would be smart enough to do yeah, something Dan else. Dan doesn't have it, dude. Dan don't got it. Sorry, Dan. So well, let me ask you this question. I mean, honestly, like. Was there any point where you were just like, this isn't worth it, I'm, I gotta just cut my losses and just get the hell out of here? Because at this point in time, it just sounds like, it sounds like a white whale. It sounds like the Moby Dick. It sounds like Ahab kind of thing, it's, you know what I mean? It got crazy, and I, I, I'm not gonna lie, I got possessed by everything, and mm-hmm. you've known me as a gamer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. From the beginning, I never, ever want to be second place. <laughs> I never give up. Fuck this guy if he beats me. I'm gonna come back, I'm gonna beat his ass, you know? Like, I've never given up. Mm-hmm. But I was at a point. I'm like, dude. There was so many. There were so many times and moments during this during this trial that everything could have turned around. Like mm-hmm. there was one Super Bowl that Peyton, uh, yeah, the Peyton Manning won for the Broncos, which was in 2016. It mm-hmm. was February. I was like, dude, I'm down to only so and so amount of money. Am I gonna keep fighting this? Am I gonna drag it out? Fuck it. Bet on the Broncos. Bet it all. Didn't give a fuck. And Broncos won, <laughs> right? So now instead of, you know, I have 15 grand left, now I got like 40 grand left, and okay. that's that buys me, you know, eight months, uh, ten months of fighting. Oh, and that's literally what happened. Like, I could have gave up, but I don't want to say, like, I don't want to believe in, like, certain things happening, but, like, good things happened along the line where it's like, don't stop, keep going, don't stop, don't stop, and, like, little stuff happened, little stuff okay, happened. Okay, so end of, end of 2016, the retrofitting doesn't have to happen. Now we're building, yeah. doing all the work, and then so the process of inspections is just, just straight stupid. This building is 100 years old. I got to do underground plumbing. You don't own the building. I don't own the building. But in my lease, I have first option to buy, which is I protected myself. Oh. I have first option to buy if it ever goes up on sale. Okay. At purchase, I can buy it for 100000 
below fair market value. Okay. So. You have an interest in it, at least. I have a little bit of backup on that. Yeah. They won't kick me out as long as I pay my rent, and I legally have first right to purchase. Right. Okay. So I'm cool on that in that sense. So I try to make up for my mistake. But yeah, I mean, the only mistake along this whole time is me being, I don't want to say arrogant, more optimistic that when I tell people it's going to open, it's going to open. It's because if it were up to me to do all the work, the work is done at that point. But it's not up to me. I got to do a little bit of work. They got to come look at it. a little more work. Yeah. They got to come look at it, look at it, look at it. And these people take their sweet ass time with everything. And well, okay. Uh, and is there anything that happens in the intervening between end of 2016 and now? Or are we at, are we at yeah, now? Yeah, just, just working on everything and getting them to approve this, approve that. Just my lighting. So they want me to have, uh, what's it called? Uh, it, economic fucking interest lighting. And just, they don't, they want me to save money and, oh, I see. They want it to be, you know, just cheap. Right, right, right. So right. I'm putting in LED lighting, which is more expensive than regular fluorescent tubing. Yeah. But they want me to put in 53 pieces of it. And that shit costs like 200 bucks for each unit. So there goes another $10,000. But they're like, it doesn't make sense. They're contradicting themselves. You know, I'm in an arcade. I don't need light. It's supposed to be dim right, and you see right. the screen and stuff. But whatever. I just say, you know what? Fuck it. It's 10 more thousand. Let's get it done. So right now, we just finished the electrical. The landlord's working on the flooring right now. And all that's left is I got to paint the inside after she's done with the flooring. And I'm going to bring in everything. We're going to party. That's it. We're done. I mean, so again, not trying to be overly optimistic or anything yeah. like that. Do you feel like that there's a chance that this is going to open within? It's going to open this month. Oh, this it's month. It's going to open this month. Yeah, and not not again. Not the, not the arrogant Watson no, again. There's, there's nothing to inspect anymore. You sure? We have the, all the plumbing inspected. Yeah, the electrical uh-huh. inspected. Like, there's no laws that say I can't paint it a certain way. Okay. The flooring is done. The flooring is the flooring. We already had okay. the underground plumbing inspected. Everything's been... We passed all inspections at this time. All right. So. Now, now, let's say... Okay, let's say you get it open this month, right? Let's say this happens. This opens this month, right? I mean, are you worried? Because I know there was another arcade that opened up around that around that area at one point in time that was like Finest KO or something like that. Mm, that they were more in like Roland Heights area. Yeah, but, but they're they, just like a PC cafe. Yeah, you know? but they, they closed they're not out. An arcade. They closed out, right? Well, they don't got me running it. <laughs> right? Okay, mean, okay, okay, okay. So. so you're pretty confident with this then? Oh, right? yeah, for sure. Okay. For okay. sure. All the tournaments I run, there's no arguing about brackets or rig. You never play right. your friends when you come to my shop. You don't travel 50 miles to get knocked out by your buddy you drove there with. Like, there's no BS like that. Like, right. Also, I mean, like, have you... I know Fubar Duck, for example, he used to own Arcade UFO. Right. You know, he's done in a lot Austin, of things. In Austin, Texas. Yeah, in Austin, Texas. He just recently got a job in Singapore, so he had to sell it, and he moved on and everything. I've had long talks with him about things like, you know, family cards. You can set prices, do things through the computer. So, like, was that something that you had thought about doing? You know, I'd rather keep it old school. Because, I mean, I've always been grassroots, and if I change that, now I'm kind of giving in. And plus, <laughs> there's there's a huge investment factor with that. Every unit you buy is a few hundred bucks. Right. Then you got to buy the system, you got to buy the cards. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. I feel like anytime you use tokens or use these cards, I feel like you're kind of you're kind of cheating the customer. Because you can't go home with that money. Once so you I, spend, I, you spend. Are right. you not going to use tokens then? No, we're using quarters, all quarters. That's what we were using uh, after right. we did uh-huh. Kickstarter, too. We went all quarters. Because, I mean, even with tokens, you know, you can give deals that way, right? Like $20. Right. Yeah, but then they're week. still stuck with tokens right. going right. home. Yeah. I mean, and it's not cool to me. Well, I mean, you're it, the okay, business owner. Call me as a, a bad businessman, but I'm really, I'm a player first. I get it. I mean, I, I, I appreciate it as a player. I'm saying as a businessman. I see the benefits of having a system like Ryan had. Oh yeah, token systems, right? And then also, but it's funny because I talked to um, 
uh, uh, Gabe, you know, who runs Button Match, right? Barcade in Los Angeles. Yeah, um, and I, when I was talking to him about it, he uses tokens. Yes. And he was like, man, you don't know how many tokens disappear. Yeah. He's like, I am ordering new tokens, like, by the bucketfuls, like, constantly. Yeah, they cost five cents each, and you're buying them for 25, so you're right. making instant, you know, right. like 400%. So, uh, Right, but it's just like you would think that the, the tokens would come back into your system, but they just right. disappear. Yep. People just take them home, they right. forget, they, they just, they're gone, yep. and so he's buying tokens constantly. Okay. I mean, I, I still have, I have tokens from Soup Arcade and Family Fun Arcade, just mm-hmm. in my house. I have shield <laughs> tokens, dude. I kept those for, yeah. for, uh, for you know, memorabilia. Right, that, that's what I need, yeah, yeah. that's what I have them uh-huh. for. Uh-huh. Yeah. But yeah, dude, I'm a player first. I have the interests of the customers and I have the interests of the players as my number one. Right. Because if not, I wouldn't have sacrificed everything to get to this point. Right. If I really cared about the money, I would have just, you know. So, I mean, what are you going to do about things like, you know, obviously Wednesday Night Fights goes on, so everybody goes there. So are you just not going to do anything crazy on Wednesdays and then just, like, do stuff? Or are you actually going to try to compete with Wednesday Night Fights? James, I'm Asian. (laughs) Okay, so, as you know, Uh they always take something, find a way to make it cheaper, and everybody buys it, right? <laughs> so here's Wednesday Night Fights. Here's the comparison. Uh-huh. Vi charges 10 bucks. Uh-huh. I've always charged 5 Right. Fuck the 5 Come over for free on Wednesday nights to start. Are you going to do Wednesday nights? I'm going to do Wednesday Night Fights for free to start out. For free. Why are you I'm for the community. But why? but why? If you're really for the community, why do you need to charge kids so much money to well, come you got to make money as well. It's why business. do you got to make so much, though? Why you, you gotta to be greedy? Some, I mean, because you make right. what you can make, but I mean, it's cool to be a money whore and stuff. There's not. I love money more than anyone. Trust me. You know, I, it's not. You're not being a money whore. I mean, you're running a business. Right. I'm I just, mean, I'm just I will have enough. About... I will have enough to stay afloat for sure. Right. I, no I mean, here's the question, right? You have four. You have six other days of the week that you can run stuff, right? Yeah, and I will. So, right, but why not take a break on Wednesday? Wednesday yeah. Street Fighter. It's always been Street Fighter. Yeah. It's just the the concern is that the community gets hurt. So, yeah. so how many people from Los Angeles currently, good players, not just randoms, how many good players don't show up to Wednesday Night Fights? Well, I don't. Right. Do I count? Do you, do you guys come out anymore? <laughs> uh, I do go you go to sometimes. esports? It's hard to get there, right? It's far for me. But yeah, it's actually, that's, that's the only reason I don't It's closer to where Southern Hills Golf Land used to be, and everybody used to go there. Right? It, it's so, it's got to find location. Yeah, no it's choice. Yeah, for, yeah. For, for us from West LA, it's a good schlep. But yeah, we're right in the middle. I mean, someone told me business is business, so there's right. no hard feelings involved. This is how I bring my business in. Yeah. I just think it's a, every I just think it's a bad day, dude. I think it's a losing proposition, to be honest with you. I've you been know. approached by a couple people that are higher up there, that are sponsors and stuff. They're like, Mike, you probably shouldn't do it. I'm like, you guys didn't fucking help me get here. Why do I got to listen to you? I mean, because you're running a business. Right. Man. I'm and for the like, community, though. What, what interest is it of me for someone else's business to survive? What interest is it to well, me? Well, see, the thing about it is, is, like, there's no reason necessarily to go directly against them, right? Like, it's not. I, just... I used to run Wednesday night. I'm running Wednesday night again. You were running it while I was away. <laughs> I'm out of jail now. We're Phoenix rise from the ashes, and boom, you got somewhere to play again on Wednesdays. Uh... You got a choice. Well, I just, I just think it's... It's. I wouldn't want to see the community get split, and that's what I think. Yeah, and I, I don't. I don't want to have to see that kind of situation where now you are creating this competition. Because the thing about yeah. it too is, because <laughs> then, then what happens is now you're creating an incentive for level up to try to counter you. Okay, right? they can one up me. That's fine. Right, but Go for it. but the thing is like. 
why do that in the first place when okay, so there's to, plenty of other nights to take. For starters, I'm not the one who said business is business. Let's let's mark that on the book. <laughs> I didn't say business is business. But once you tell me that, all friendship, all you know, friendly communication stuff is out the window. Business is business? Okay, boom, I know what to do now. And this right. is the decision I'm making and it's it's good for the community. I don't think it's and good it's for good the community. for me. Why? Yeah. If you're a player, let's pretend, let's pretend, David, you don't have a good job. Let's pretend your income is, you know, not so hot. Yeah. And you want to come and play games and hang out. The FGC is a big melting pot. It doesn't matter how much money you have. It doesn't matter where you come from. Yeah. Nothing matters. All that matters is how good you're at Street Fighter and your love for the game. I'm with you. So if I can bring in more people... And keep money in their wallet and keep them, you know, coming out and having fun and not having to worry about, oh, I, I don't have 10 bucks, dude. Like, I can't afford it, the gas, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Then I'm doing good for the community in my eyes. I think that sounds great. I just think that that's better done on another night. Well, yeah. we'll have the run back, too. Well, well see, here's I the, think it's better done but not see, just for the community, but for you. Right. I think it's, uh-huh. I think it's better uh-huh. if, you're, if you're not trying to directly compete with something that right. and is and already Plus, another thing, too, is that if you give people two uh-huh. nights to play Street Fighter, I think that's... I don't think, at this point, shit talk aside, I don't think Street Fighter is good enough to deserve two nights a week. Yeah, not just Street Fighter, obviously, but fighting Mm -hmm. games in general. Oh, dude, we're going to have, we're going to have NRS on Fridays, most likely. We're already talking to, you know, Uh, Oh, so you're not planning to run everything on Wednesday. No, 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 no. Uh, Wednesday is mainly Street Fighter. I thought Street Fighter was like all FGC games. No, no, no way. No way. So we're going to have Wednesdays, Thursday Marvel again, uh, Friday NRS. And possibly Tuesdays, Saturday, Sunday, we'll figure it out. That sounds great. Okay, I'm, I, I like I like spreading it out like that. No, we support every community. No, yeah, I know. I just we figured everything was going to be Wednesday night no, rather than right, all spread right, out. Right. Okay, so, okay. yeah, and I'll be open seven days a week. Not like Wednesday to Sunday anymore. I won't be closed Monday and Tuesday anymore. Okay, okay. But yeah, Smash will be at our place for sure. That sounds great. I mean, yeah. like I said, I'm, I, I feel like the Wednesday thing is like more like spite than business plan or community plan. It, Okay, but the rest so, of it, I think, is good. So without yeah. talking too much, I asked, do you want to work again without discussing any, anything? Do you want to work again and see what's up? Nope. Business is business. Okay, boom. Yeah. That's it. Then we're done. Yeah. Like, you know, it's a clean break. There's no hard feelings. You do yours. I'll do mine. And we're cool. Well, I, I hope it works out for you. And I think by, I hope that it works <laughs> out for the community most of all. Obviously, right. Well, like I said, I mean, it's hard for people to turn down free. It's yeah, not like you're. But, it's not like, like you're playing in right, a gutter exactly. in a back alley. You're playing in an actual arcade that's rent, brand new, renovated. Right. But then you might, like, like David said, you might end up splitting community. Right. Like you're going to end up with people in two different locations. But where, where do the top players want to go? They want to go to the competition, right? Right. If Orange County only has five top players, and LA has ten top players, don't you think they're going to want to collide? And meet in the middle. I think it's more complex, man. I think there's there's yeah. so much momentum for Wednesday night fights at the esports arena. They're on a stream that thousands of people watch. They get you know there's there's mm-hmm. publicity. Mm-hmm. Our super arcade streams had just the amount of numbers when they level did. Up they did, right? They did. But you, it's been a while. It right? has been, a, been a while. It has that's been a fun. while. So that's 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 if I'm a player, I think I'd continue to go. I mean, if you're going just for the stream, I don't know. You're not going for the competition. You want to well, get good, a, come to Super. A, you want to go on a stream. With... I hear you, but it's a it's a job for some of the guys now. Mm-hmm. So they mm-hmm. they have to be they have to be public. They have to be like visible. Yeah, you know, so. They will be. I mean, they will be Super Arcade. It's not like we're chopped liver, you know. No, I'm not saying you are. Right. I just I just think it's if anything would be better done if, if it was another we, day. We came up I together. hope it works out. If anything, we came up together, and I'm not worried about. Right. I'm not. Because I mean, Wednesday that. is also already NLBC and. 
Wednesday night and fights. Wednesday nights, yeah. And so and my tournaments will start on time. People will go home before four a.m. But see, that's a huge factor but too. You tr- we tried that one time at Super Arcade before. We tried starting the tournaments at, on time, and then people didn't go. Yeah, yeah, yeah the tournaments are starting time. at eleven p.m. nowadays, James. Eleven p.m. <laughs> till four in the morning. So ten p.m. is starting on time. No, right? I'll start at eight. And then, so here's a, here's my idea. I'm gonna start at eight, mm-hmm. and I'm gonna adopt the death bracket rule for every nightly. You, if you can't get there till nine, you're in the death bracket. I'm sorry. If you don't pre-register on Twitter, or you don't pre-register by phone, if you show up at nine, there's a death bracket open, and it's up to you whether or not you want to enter. And we'll have a death bracket every every night that we're running a tournament. And people will go home on time. Well, I, I know you well enough to know I'm not going to dissuade you. I just wanted to say my piece. <laughs> I, I appreciate all the feedback from everybody. Like, dude, I, I listen to what people say. Like, right. I, I don't just sit here and no, I know. go hard-headed. And, but I, I know it's kind of sad in a way. But, hey, they can run their things, you know. I can run my things. And we'll see, I, I we'll see who wants to show up. Dude. We'll just yeah. see who wants to show up. Yeah. I mean, well, let's put it this way. If it doesn't work out, would you consider switching Street Fighter <clears throat> to another day? Yeah, sure. Okay. Sure. Street Fighter deserves a date. We'll figure it out. Okay. It's just right. plug and play at this point, you know. Let's go. Let's see what works. It doesn't work. We'll change. Like, we're always adapting. That's the whole thing. We just gotta adapt and keep things going. Okay. Yeah, man. Well, I obviously hope it works out. You know, it's, well, it's been me, it's been a long time. Yeah, sure, <laughs> sure. Uh, <coughs> you just sent out a tweet recently that you said you like lost your homes and all these other things. <clears> yeah. So. So basically, I, I mean, had, do you want to expand on that? I, I have I no problem. I've okay. I've always. I've always kept everything honest with everybody. I've mm-hmm. never hit anything. So for people to say that, where's the spreadsheet and all these bullshit memes, it's just, it's ridiculous, mm-hmm. dude. I, I've kept it 100% with everybody all the time. And keeping it 100% has cost me a lot, but I, I still have, you know, my own sanity. I, I can tell everyone with a straight face I haven't taken anything. I haven't fucking, I haven't acted out of character. I haven't BS my way into anything. Like, I do it my way. And if it costs me everything to do it my way, so be it. Because in the end... Yes, I won. I lost a lot to win, but I did win. <laughs> and, I mean, you know, you're definitely super hard-headed, man. Come on. Yeah, dude. I'm, <laughs> I, I've gone all the way, dude. I mean, I don't know what to say, man. I've gone all the uh, way. I hope it works out really well, of course. Of course. We'll try our best, man. We'll try our best. Yeah. Okay. okay. I appreciate you guys having me on. It's ah, cool, I, do, of course, I have man. one more important question that I have to ask. Are you going to put out that Tetris board at your arcade? Yes. Okay. <laughs> okay. We'll see you we're, there. We're, Don't okay. hit my machine, James, when we're you good. lose. We're good. We're good. Don't bang on the machine when you lose, dude. Okay. We got okay. cameras, bro. Okay. Okay. We got All cameras, James. Don't right. do it. Right. Don't do it. Tetris I've seen you play Tekken online, dude. <laughs> I've seen the anger. Yeah, this is true. Don't this do is it. true, dude. Don't do it. You've probably seen that in person, though, haven't you? You've seen Salty Chen in person. I don't know, man. I've seen tokens flying all over yeah, golf. Yeah, I've yeah. seen everything, uh, dude. Uh, so uh. your antics are not as strong as you know. Tragic. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Well, anything else to talk about with respect to Super Arcade? Or yeah, do you have anything else that you want to air out or uh, anything? Or <clears throat> you know, like I said, I just kept everything real. I hope you guys uh, come and show support, show the love. Uh, if anything, I'm here to support my community and. If you can just come out and show support for your game, you know, feel free to ask me what you want. You want to run tournaments, you want to do anything, feel free to talk to me. I'm very approachable. I don't BS with anyone. You want to do anything there, let me know. And we're very open to helping communities, help you grow, help you maintain your players. And everything is done very fair. No BS brackets, no nothing like that. So if you have any suggestions, hit me up anytime. We're willing to listen. We'll try to work around everybody. And you're going to have a grand opening party? Yeah. 
Definitely. Oh, okay. We'll have a grand opening. The mayor's going to cut the ribbon, all that. BS. Really? Well, you got, dude, you got to pay the Chamber of Commerce. <laughs> Do you really? So when you pay the Chamber of Commerce for subscription, he'll come cut the ribbon for you. I think like for like 150 bucks, like whatever, dude. Oh, you can milk me for my 150 bucks, dude. Right. And uh, and also, someone <clears throat> had a good question. Like, obviously, Mondo is in the Philippines now and everything like that. So mm. who's going to be streaming most of the stuff? So we got a couple people. Uh, I'd rather not say until everything's all okay, set okay, and done. Okay, okay, okay. But we okay. do have streamers lined up. Uh, okay. We're willing to talk to more people if you want to come talk to me. Show me what you got. Maybe we'll give you a shot. I don't know. And, uh, yeah, we'll take it from there. We got, you know, prominent players are going to be hosting the tournaments. There's going to be names attached to, you know, the Knights of the Tournaments and stuff. And... It'll be real cool. Okay. It'll be okay. real cool. So you've still been you've still been in contact with a lot of the guys. Oh, definitely. Okay. Definitely. You have to. You can't just disappear and okay. hopefully come okay. back. Yeah, everything's planned. All right. Cool, man. All right. All right. Are you still gonna have like? A, so some people are asking like, you still gonna have the game store there selling like arcade shop parts? That I don't like know. That? World Eight is kind of going oh, through World a rebuilding 8. process. Okay. Okay. Um, as far as I know, it, probably not at this point. So we might need to do our own, but. There will be buttons and everything for sale there, and we'll see how okay. that goes. And yeah, and how's the parking situation over there? <clears throat> we have 13 attached parking to the side of my building. Uh -huh. We have 40 spots behind our building, and across the street, there's about 100 spots that is city parking for everybody. Oh, dang. Okay. So over 150 nice. spots, no towing, no nothing, so <laughs> we should be fine this time. God. Now, I have recently learned Hitbox. Can I play at the arcade with Hitbox? You know... <laughs> I want to say we'll follow evil rules because that's probably been the standard forever. But to allow it, yeah, yeah whatever, yeah, whatever evil is cool. With. <clears throat> Any decisions the canon make in life, I'm gonna tell you, are good decisions. Okay, so <laughs> whatever the canons are cool with, super arcade is cool with. Sick. Okay. Yeah. All right. Uh, anything else? Uh, I don't know if you are open to taking questions, but we'll answer whatever. If yeah, you guys that's got what I figured you would say. So. Yeah, that's fine. Is ST going to be there on a night as a main game? Uh, as a main game, probably not. But I, I will tell you this. I am, I am going to run what I'm going to call the Old Man Olympics. This is my idea. So if anybody tries to steal this, screw you. Old Man Olympics. We're going to have the five circles, like the symbols. But in each circle, we're going to have an old school game. ST, one version of Alpha, Marvel 2, CBS 2, Third Strike. Okay. So we will have an Old Man Olympics. And uh, it's basically what we did for 37 Reloaded. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. But just uh -huh. bringing it to... You know, okay. make it a yearly thing, most likely. Okay. Well, I look okay. forward to Alpha 2. Alpha 2 is a fun game. It's broken as hell, but it's still fun. Yeah. Dude, everything is fucking broken. All Everything's broken. All you kids nowadays, All you spend too much busted. time in the damn lab breaking our games. Stop, <laughs> stop it. Stop it. Stop it. Did you see, I don't know if you saw the, the clip of the uh, somebody doing the Anacharis Infinite Loop? Yes. Uh, like Japanese Marvel yeah, 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 yeah. on Twitter recently. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know, putting a big box around <laughs> someone in the new Marvel game is just so stupid. So the craziest thing is wild, that yeah. this cat talked about that Anacharis Loop, like, Long time ago. Oh, but this, but this cat's execution is complete garbage. Exactly. <laughs> Sorry, this cat. Uh, oh, you're he smart. acknowledges it. You're smart, yeah. but you, your, yeah. your execution uh, sucks balls, dude. I'm sorry. He knows it. But yeah, he knew about it like 15 years ago. Yep. He, just, never said, seen he just said he could never pull it off. He could never pull it off how he wanted to do it. So. Oh, well, what was his team? Do you remember? <clears throat> it was supposed to be Anacaris. Uh, it was supposed to be that, Cyclops, and something else. But Cyclops and Anacaris was the main part that of that. Makes sense, yeah. Yeah, but he, uh, the, the Japanese clip was using somebody else. They used Dalsum. It's Dalsum, that's right. It was, it was, it was yeah. uh, Anacaris, Dalsum, Zangief. Right. 
Yeah. yeah that's, that's, that's not winning any tournaments here. Are you going to have PC gaming there? You know what? I don't know right now. We're sending out uh, proposals to some companies, and we're going to see how they reply. I don't know what system we're going to be using. I will uh, I will be focusing on that probably as sad as it is a few days before we open. Okay. Because I'm not going to just throw out a bunch of money and. See, a lot of people are throwing out the name Mike Ross here. Are you going to be able to get him at the grand opening? Are you going to be able to get him out of wherever he is? I just spoke to him a week ago. So for all you guys worrying, he's doing fine. Okay. He's in a good state of mind. Everything's cool. He just stepped away for a little bit. and He, he might come back as a player, but I'm pretty sure he's not going to come back as like a personality or anything like that. Okay. For all you Mike Ross fans, you know. Don't worry, Mike. I'm sorry, but like I said, he's doing well. He's okay. in a good state okay. of mind, so that's okay. the most important. I'm glad to hear that. I haven't talked to him in a while. Will Super so. Arcade have DDR? Yes. Uh, we will have a version. I'm not sure what it's called. It's like one of the newer versions. We, I still keep oh, yeah, in touch yeah, with the, yeah. the music okay. community and stuff. Okay. And okay. <clears throat> we will have that stuff. Um, is is So is there actually supposed to be an arcade version of Street Fighter Five coming out to arcades in Japan? It's called SF5 Arcade Edition. Right. right? The new one coming out. Uh-huh. So I think people are assuming that there will be... Okay. I haven't heard of anything from official. what I, I heard, heard rumors. From only. what I heard, they couldn't come to an agreement with the. Uh, I forgot what company it is that makes their gaming boards. So I, M, right? I think and it's. I think it's done. I think that's completely yeah. done. Okay. Okay. Well, I hope it works out. But what I'm about uh, Skullgirls Nights? Have you talked with Mike Z and their community? You know, we tried to do weeklies with them, but I guess they were they found their own spot. Yeah, they were they comfortable, a, like in a boba joint or something yeah, like that. Yeah, and, the salty. <clears> yeah. But they're always welcome. They. Yeah, we were running uh, anim- anime weeklies called Rebel Up every uh, every other Saturday. That's right. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. Skullgirls was part of that, and it was doing fine. So we welcome that game. We welcome uh, every game. What about KOF? <clears throat> we might, we might not. I don't know. That turnout for that game... <laughs> Literally, you'll get like three people As sad to show as it is, that, yeah. KOF has always been the game for players that want to play Street Fighter but don't speak English. <laughs> it's always the Fobby Asians and the... The hardcore Mexicans that don't speak English, those are the uh, KOF players. And I mean, for whatever reason, 14 didn't get played like 13 did. So yeah, in college, KOF was King of Fobs, basically. Right? That's what King we used to call it. So. Uh, will the old school games be there just to play at any night? Ask Silent Scope. Um, we'll have the arcade machines. I mean, we'll have Marble 2 cabinets, Alpha cabinets, Super Turbo cabinets. We'll have all those cabinets. Okay, just okay. So you'll still have in, those old arcade yeah, cabinets. Yeah, in your quarters yeah. and play. Uh-huh. If you don't like the new stuff, just come hang out with your friends and go play, go play the arcade machines. In the I mean, front. that's what we used to do a lot at the Wednesday Night Fights, right? Like, when you were waiting for your turn or whatever. Yeah, you waiting for your next match. Go play Third Strike or whatever. Third Strike. On any given night, you got the top player in America there playing, yeah, you know, in right. each game. It's just... Are, are you guys going to be selling food or drinks or anything like that? You know, to avoid any hassle with the city, yeah. I'm just going vending machi- straight Run vending it, machines. Okay. Yeah, just chips, drinks, water, whatever. Oh, so there is going to be an actual Street Fighter Five arcade test next week in Japan. Oh, really? They're going to try it, huh? So, yeah. Cool. There you go. We'll nice. see. Probably not down for spending, you know, 15000 per oh. cabinet, but we'll see what happens. Uh, you guys plan to do anything for Tekken? Yes, of course. Okay. Oh, dang, I haven't totally talked to Markman at all yet, but I know we will be doing Tekken tournaments, okay. and we'll see how that goes. Any initial D? At this point, no, because all the new initial Ds are run on an online system. Oh, right. And okay. if we're not in okay. Japan, There's it no just plan. doesn't happen. Right. It doesn't happen. Okay. Okay. But we might have some older drivers just to... Are you guys planning to put in, like, redemption areas or anything like that? Not redemption in a sense, but, like, we'll have some plush machines and stuff, okay. you know? Because, okay. I mean, I used to work at the UCLA Arcade. I know what redemption machines do for arcades. Right. I just don't like, like the that. fact that they're rigged. And like I said, I'm, yeah. for the, I'm for the people, and it's... It's in a sense of slot machine. You put in so much, you're gonna get it out at a certain. Dude, point. There's that one where the the little light goes around. Yes. And you're supposed to hit it on the on the middle button. 
like it's you're supposed to hit it go boom like hit it at just the perfect timing and there's actually a leniency switch on there yeah so it doesn't even matter if you hit it like if it's just probability they're just you could be going in slow-mo and be the yeah, top yeah, reaction uh, in the world you know you're not gonna hit there's, it there's you're not gonna hit it that's stupid that. yeah. yeah those are all Absolutely. cheating games dude but you know it is yeah. what it is it's like playing the lottery you buy a scratcher you know some people win some people mm-hmm. lose and we'll give out the fresh air we set on the lowest setting and Right. It is right. what it is, just for fun. What is that? Here's apple pie for both of you. Oh, shit. Okay. I ate all the rest of the pie. How do you finish a whole pie? And well, then he, he, he gives one slice to a fat dude so, and another fat dude. Oh, it's not too this morning, there were <laughs> This morning, there were three and a half slices. Oh, my God. And gosh. I was like, maybe I should save that for tonight. And it <clears throat> didn't happen as well as I had expected. Man. You see this, dude? One slice. It's one slice of apple pie. We're like three people combined, so it's like... <laughs> I'm not going to have any of it. It's all for you. You know, it's after 9 o'clock. I shouldn't be eating, You shouldn't. Dude. You I'm shouldn't. been losing some weight, so we're going to pass this to James. Wow, I, how I magnanimous. I appreciate the... You're Camp. a good man. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, can, you can afford it a little more than I can. Yeah. Uh, oh, man. <laughs> I'm trying to lose weight, too, man. Yeah, I'm trying dude. to lose weight, too. It's tough, man. They are my leftovers. It's true. Yeah, yeah. So basically, my girlfriend is a she's a pastry chef. I've seen that. I've seen a lot of pictures on there. They're great. She she's gonna be making uh, her one of her friends is gonna get married next year, and she's the one making the stuff for it. Oh, but her God. friend doesn't want cake. Her friend wants a pie buffet. So she's just like trying out all these pies and making sure that they work. Well, last I think it was last week I had a blueberry pie yeah, that I brought yeah, here. Yeah. Uh-huh. Probably just gonna show up every. Wow, there's pies every week. I might need to come. There's pies. Weekly pies. That's awesome, dude. That's awesome. Okay. Homemade pie. (laughs) But yeah, if you guys have anything else you want to know, type it fast and. uh, Yeah, any other questions going on here? You know, I mean, look, you can uh, follow at Super Dojo. Yeah. And I know that a lot of people are still skeptical about a lot of stuff. There's a lot of memes. You're like number one enemy with certain online communities and all this other well, stuff. Well, online communities, no, but just the head of, you know, the biggest tournament in the world. Oh, That's okay, about it. Okay. Just a little beef there, but, you know, okay, we're adults. Okay. We don't need to... But you don't have any sort of ironclad opening day plan, or you just don't want to announce it yet? I don't want to announce it yet, mm-hmm. but uh, let's just say I'm trying to get you don't have the to camel clutch involved. I don't know what that means, Not but sure that let's, means. let's... let's yeah. You don't know what the camel clutch is, dude? I feel like it's going to be something gross. But Do I you guys know what the camel clutch is? Come on, man. I know I'm old, but I know you guys still watch that that male soap opera that goes on all the time. Are we talking about wrestling, maybe? What are yeah, we talking about? Yeah, dude. Oh, okay. These guys don't know what the camel clutch is, dude. I'm oh, sorry, guy. Guys, dude, right? sorry. Yeah, neither of us are wrestling people. I'm nah, sorry. but I've been in touch with the Iron Sheik's people for... Sometime we're gonna try to make that happen. Are you serious? Yeah, that'd be so fucking cool. Like, okay, I see. Yeah, it would be. This is before what's that guy Austin Creed or whatever. That's before he started coming out. It's before uh Kenny Omega. Those guys are dope. And this, I had this idea when I first moved, and I've been talking to Iron Cheek since 2015, trying to get everything going. Oh my god! Oh, uh, (laughs) that'd be sick. Like he can barely walk now, but my idea, I'm gonna set up like I'm gonna get like a, a custom made like seat for him. Where he can sit in the camel clutch pose, and he can like choke you guys, and you can take pictures with them. Like, I, I just think that's cool. You I know? think that's super like, cool. Dude. I, I think that's, awesome. that's what I really want to wow. do. I'm really aiming for that. Well, I hope it works. I hope it works. <laughs> but you know, uh, what's the location? One, two, three East Foothill Boulevard, City of Azusa. Uh, if you're Hang familiar with California, one, two, three East Foothill Boulevard, Azusa, California. Azusa. 
Azusa or Zusa? Yeah, okay. Uh, California. 91702. There you go. So that's the address. Uh, <laughs> literally right off the 210 freeway. Take Azusa, go north four blocks, and we're right there next to the Wells Fargo. Nice. Okay. Can't so, miss it. So. And, and that theater is opening up across from you? Uh, they're going to start the project, I think, early next year. Okay. It's like a huge, like, $7 million so project. That's actually so. cool, too, because then at that point, you can come go to Super Arcade, go catch a movie, or do whatever you want. Because there's a whole bunch Sometimes. of other things that are going to be open across. Yeah, like mom too, will but... drop their kids off while they go shopping yeah. or whatever. You know, just okay. Whatever. That, every okay. little bit helps. Yeah. Uh, Injustice 2 night as well? NRS yeah, NRS, NRS yeah. guys, we're okay. trying to work on okay. Friday. We're working with the... Brian Compton, we're gonna see what's gonna go on with that. And Bifu, you're in New York, dude. How are you gonna come and stream stream it for him? Come down, bro. You wanna come down? <laughs> come down, dude. We'll welcome you with open arms, bro. You know that. What's the eat around there? Some people are asking. There's an Italian restaurant. There's a Mexican restaurant. There's two sushi spots. Is the Mexican does the Mexican restaurant gonna get bodied by the the super? Arcade no, my toilets are gonna get bodied, not the restaurant. <laughs> my Fair toilets enough. are gonna get bodied. Yeah. There's a bar down the street, Congressional Ale House. You want to get faded? You don't gotta hide in your car in the parking lot. There's an actual bar, and like within walking distance, right there. Go get your drink, come down, chill. You know, whatever. And that did happen at the old super arcade. Yeah, there was. It happened at the old Family Fun arcade. Dude, it happened to every arcade. The old Asian arcade. The old barricade up in. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff to eat around there. There's plenty of food, and we'll have food trucks. Oh, are stuff. you going to get Gerald to go up Yeah, somewhere? for sure. We'll yeah. have Gerald there. Uh, so, nice. I'm working on actually buying a boba truck, so I'll have like a lolly cup right there too, so we'll see what happens. Oh, dang, man. Dang. So there's a lot of stuff going on. There's a lot of stuff, everything. Like I said, for the players. I mean, the like, prices are going to be right. Everything's going to be good for everybody. I mean, you say you're going to buy a boba truck, but like how, like, I know you're in kind of financial, you know, straits right now, right? You're in, in Yeah, I need to open now. Yeah, I yeah. need to open uh, now or uh, I'm in trouble, like. Okay. Like, I don't know if you guys can fathom it. $4,800 down the drain every month. Yeah. People with That's good jobs don't make $4,800 a month. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. for you guys um, to say I don't, I'm hiding money. For you guys to say I'm doing something stupid with Kickstarter money that doesn't even belong at this location for beginners. That's just completely, completely wrong. Like, okay. There's okay. no justification to any of those <sighs> comments. All right, well... All right, dude. Thanks for coming out. Thanks for inviting me. Yeah, I appreciate it, David. For sure. Nice, nice to see you. you. It's been a while. Yeah, nice to see you, James. Yeah. Last time I saw you was on your birthday, right? Yeah, so, back in yeah. March. Yeah, so. exactly. So and then we'll be at Canada Cup. Oh, hell. That's right. You're gonna be at Canada Cup. Oh, that's right. Yeah, I heard about yeah, that. You're, you're gonna, gonna take some names some out there. People for it. Are you ready for that? Are you ready? Okay, let's let's pet my own ego for one second here. Okay. Let's pull Jabali just for a minute. Okay. Okay. Who did the best against Mao? So far in like the whole world, like. At that tournament. At the tournament in Evo a few years yeah, ago uh, on stage. Uh, uh. Dude, that guy, like, if I practiced for, like, 10 minutes in, like, the past month before Evo, I would have beat him. Like, it was, and I don't like to say, like, almost won. I hate people saying, I almost won. It was so close, blah, blah, blah. I took a game off Daigo once. But it's like, it's like, dude, that, that guy was like, dude, True. He, was, he was in, within, like, pussy hairs of dying, you know? And I had life. And then he just starts going off the wall bullshit with Vega. And it's like, nobody knew how to stop it except me. Right, right. So you just, dude, jump jab, guys. Jump jab saves lives. It makes him hit the claw earlier. It makes him hit the claw earlier. Now he can't just mess with you on the ground all the time. He has to mix up his timing. Mm. You're not at his mercy anymore. Jump jab. Remember that, okay? Jump jab. Who, what, what character are you going to use against that? What do you, what do, you do? Uh, Probably Balrog. Yeah. Because you got the headbutt off the floor. You got yeah. super to avoid roll yeah. chip damage, and you can provide chip damage to invincibility and stuff like that. But 
Junk Job is your friend with almost every character against Vega. Uh, the game that I took off Taiga was in Super Turbo, and it was real BS. I basically was, he was playing Boxer against me, and so I went old Honda, and I just did the fierce grab loop, and jumped short into fierce grab, and jumped short into hey. fierce grab, and Boxer can't get out of it, basically. Hey, so I just, I just did it. <laughs> and then he switched to Ryu, and it was like six straight rounds. <laughs> You're supposed to beat him again and walk away, dude. Well, That's you know, Daigo... That was you, a tournament. You, you I mean, may have beat Daigo one game, but Daigo for an SD tournament, pointed at me and laughed at me. Yeah, not bad. Because <laughs> it was grand finals, and uh, he saw that it was going to be me and Arturo Sanchez for losers finals. What tournament is it? Some bowling alley tournament? It was, it was CEO. It was CEO, right? CEO, and... step your ST game. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man. <laughs> hey, man. <laughs> but, like, Daigo saw it was going to be us, walked away, and then after I beat Arturo, I walked up to Daigo and was like, you have to play me now. And he's you. And then he laughed. <laughs> and then he played yeah. boxer against me. The Ruined jerk. it. He's pretty cheap. Yeah, he's pretty cheap. he likes to play. Uh, yeah. Well, yeah. Thanks right, for having man. me on. Yeah, dude. Appreciate it. For I'll sure. I'll see you guys soon. I'm looking forward to that you guys soon. And, uh, yeah, let me know when it opens, dude. I would love that. I mean, if I'm, if I'm in town, obviously, these days, it's yeah. tougher for me because I'm traveling all the time. But I'm gone, I'm, I'm gone literally every weekend for the next, like, six weeks. But hey, we, got weekday, weekend, we got weekday tournaments. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We can have Wednesday tournaments. Just saying. Wednesday night tournaments. <laughs> All, right, All right, thank you guys. Thank you for everything, and uh, right. we'll see you guys soon. Cool. Appreciate it. All right. All right, man. Take a little break, and then yep. uh, when we come back, we're going to talk about some tournament results. We're going to talk about MVCI, Unreal Engine, all sorts of stuff. Yep, be right back. And let's All right, well, thanks again to Mike Watson for coming and hanging out with us and talking about Super Arcade. Uh, that's very cool. Pie is already halfway annihilated. You're here. eating the pie. I'm eating the pie. It's what do you think good. about the I pie? Like, I like the pie. I like the pie a lot. I I do like the fact that the apple pieces are a little bit squishier. I'm not a fan of the crisp apple pies. Like I actually like it. I, I, I like it when the pie is squishier. So. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm I'm with you. Enjoy. I am fat. Leave me alone. <laughs> Enjoy. Uh, all right. Well, let's talk about other stuff though. So we're going to talk about uh, some tournaments that happened, including the Taiwan Fighter Major. That is correct. So that took place this week. This was a uh, premiere event that took place in Japan. I actually did get to watch a lot of this. Uh, I'm sorry, in Taiwan. I was like, I don't think so. <laughs> the Taiwan Cup in Japan. Yeah. In Taiwan. Sorry, I'm a food coma right now. <laughs> but um, a lot of good players there. A lot of good players, crazy upsets going on all day long. Street Fighter Five, of course. Mm -hmm. But a lot of good players were there, and um, I actually got to watch a lot of it. In fact, like um, at the event that I was at this weekend, like me and Bifu were sharing a room, and he just like put it on his laptop, and he had an HDMI out, plugged it into the TV, Sick. and we're just sitting there watching it at like five a.m. in the morning and stuff, nice. and just watching. So really, really cool. Wow, over three hundred entrants for it as well. That's, yeah, that's that very nice. Says. That's oh what yeah, okay. GTO here says. So, I mean, just to give you guys an idea, like we always do this in the 13th and 9th place. In 13th place, two in a row premium premier winner, Yukadon, in 13th place. Right. Um, Sysak, who did really well. I think he, I'm not, I think he was from Hong Kong. Xiaobao from Taiwan. I believe Xiaobao was the highest placing Taiwan player. Mm. Uh, 9th place also had Gachikun. Daigo Umahara and Storm Kubo with Abigail. Dude, did you see? Dude, that guy. So, GYT, uh, I'm sorry, not GYT now. I should say the game 2K, Glenn. 
put out a stat before that taking a break and thinking about matches and going back in has generally not been successful, like statistically. Okay. But every time Storm Kubo stopped and thought about it, he just came back and destroyed the opponent. Oh, yeah? Okay. Yeah, so he, I forgot who he was playing against. He was playing against somebody. I think it was Xiaobao, actually. He was playing against his Vega. And he got destroyed the first game. Like, it wasn't even like... And Storm Kubo was like, ah, like you could see the anguish on his face. And then Xiaobao was like, yes? And he was like, wait! <laughs> alright, alright. And then he came back and just like washed him two games in a row, dude. Sick. It was crazy. Abigail versus Fega, huh? Yeah. Uh-huh. Alright, I gotta check that out. <laughs> I gotta check that out. Uh, but let's do this. Seventh place, uh, Talon Hot Dog 29 with M. Bison. The hot dog. Dude, it's funny because like Hot Dog and he's here and then HK Dash is using Bison in, in. I don't know. To me, it's just because they both begin with H and like that's how I. That's the way my brain works. Hey, I always think about John Nitty. <laughs> I see that hot dog. Uh, seventh place, also Echo Fox Tokido with yeah. Akuma. Uh, fifth place, Kichipamu Zangief. That kid. He is a good player. Yeah, he, he eliminated Daigo Umahara. He did. He sent Daigo Umahara home. And then uh, YBK Daikokugo Birdie. Now, yep. I've talked about the Kami Collective. We are now starting to see the Birdie Collective. Oh, I yeah? feel like there's a Birdie in every top eight now. There's Men RD. There was the local Seattle player in Northwest Majors. Daikokugo is sitting here doing this thing. Birdie? In fact, even Knuckle Doo has a Birdie that he brings out now and then. It's true. I, I, I think that character is heavily underrated. Uh, yeah, okay, fair enough. Like, I think he's in that same category as Bison. They're in the virtual top ten. You know, they're not in that top ten, but they, they're pretty much in the top ten, you know. Makes sense to me. Fourth place, Mr. Consistency, Graft Haitani with Nikali. Uh, third place, Mago with Karin. Uh, so good job to him. I know a lot of people have been on his case recently because he hasn't been doing as well at tournaments. But it lists Karin here, but he definitely used Rashid during the tournament. Oh, did he? He definitely used Rashid during some of the tournaments. So I he like was it. using Rashid in, in some of the earlier matches and matchups that I think he didn't like as okay. much. So All right. Mago has never been one to shy away from the top tier. That's true. <laughs> I like it. Uh, second place, GGP Kazunoko with Kami. And first place, Cyclops Dogra with Urien. You know, I find myself always saying that there's only one Urien in the world. And whenever I do that, people say, what about Dogra? And I'm always like... I guess, but like he's just never won the thing. Mm-hmm. He won the thing. He won the thing. So congrats to him. I think that's very cool. Of course, that character is quite good. And he is an excellent player. So I'm, mm-hmm. I'm happy to see that he's put in a lot of work. And yeah. It's funny. It's not his first top eight, of course, but his yeah, first, yeah, yeah. first premiere win. But you see his reaction after he won? I did. Like him and all of his teammates were like crying. Like it was like Dogro wasn't even the one crying the most. I think one of his teammates was crying uh, very heavily and he was elated and ecstatic and I still love seeing that. I still love seeing that kind of oh, yeah. passion and that elation. And it's funny too, we'll get into this a little later, but I think in Guilty Gear, Kazunoko got first and Dogro got second. <laughs> so <laughs> sick. Yeah. But no, it was a really, really good tournament. I mean, in 7th place, 17th place was RB, Human Bomb, Momochi, NL, Moke, Save. Uh, there was a I- Imu Imu, a Zangief player in 25th place. Uh, Sako was there. Uh, Punko, K-Brad. And, and Momochi again. Momochi there. Damn, Jeez. okay, so Momochi is in 
seventeenth and twenty fifth. By the, oh, okay. yeah, yeah. Uh, obviously a, a, a flub there. Indeed. I don't know which one he is, so. so Save put it on Twitter that he's not going to be traveling anymore, that he had traveled this year basically out of his pocket and that didn't work out for oh, him. Oh, so, no. Um, he, did, he said that he was very happy to have done it, that right. he you know, wouldn't can, have given it up. Can you turn that fan over there real quick? Behind you, just hit the power button. Thank you. Okay. I'm warm. Uh, I'm warm. That's all. It's probably making you warm. Yeah, exactly. Okay. It's making me all. Uh, so anyway, he's not going to be traveling around anymore. Hopefully, he finds like a sponsor or something. He's quite talented, but uh, just didn't work out for him in the way that he wanted to. Right. But Hope the, it happens for him. Well, on the opposite end of that spectrum, Punko had said that he was going to disappear for a while. Yes. But he was there. He was. And apparently, he is going to Canada Cup. So whatever situation that he ran into seems to have been resolved or you know, is still in flux or something like yeah. that. So we hope the best for Punko. You know, yeah, I heard that that was money stuff too, and that it got, yeah. got ironed out, but not um, sure. Tekken 7 was also played there. This was a, 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 a premier spot for Tekken. Um, seventh place was COOAS Noroma with Feng and Devilgin, and ROX Knee with Brian. Fifth place, Echo Fox Saint with Jack7, and uh, Kokoma with Dragonov. Fourth place, Chanel with Alisa and Eliza. Third place, PBE Dojin with Shaheen, Lars, and Jack7. Second place, Kudans. Old school Kudans oh, with Devil Jin. But first place just basically cannot be beaten. Yeah. Fox, JDCR, Dragonov. He was sent to losers by Kudans. Okay. But then he just came back in grand finals, was like, no, no. Did he blow him up? Yeah, he blew him up. Dang. He was like, earn your play. I mean, I, it, was, it wasn't like terrible, but like... JDCR is just kind of ridiculous yeah, at this for point sure. in time. He is. Uh, I mean, like it's 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 an interesting situation because it's it's great to see someone dominating your game because it's like this guy is just that good, right? Mm-hmm. But like, I feel like storyline wise, like you know, we want I want I want people to start beating JDCR. I hear you. I, I hear want you. JDCR, so, and I like the guy. I like the guy, Same and nice. he's super talented, and I root for him and everything, but. I want to see him lose. I okay. want to see him lose. Okay. Let's, 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 come on. Step it up, guys. Step I just want to see more Jack 7 winning. Hey, look. Hey, I just played Tekken Online for the first time in two weeks. Okay. Today. All right. I ran into EGP Osimo on oh. on there, right? He had his thing listed as 40. It was like 39 wins. And I saw him, and he was on a 39-game win streak. Okay. And I was like, what the hell? And then Jesse Montez comes into my chat okay. was like, this is actually me, by the way. I'm playing on Osimo's account. That makes more sense. I was like, okay. So we played a couple of matches, and I beat him, like, on the 42nd. I ended you his win streak. I ended his win streak at 41. And the reason why I bring that up, JDCR, watch your back. I'm coming. Oh. I am coming for you, JDCR. I'm going to end your streak. <laughs> Dang, all right. <laughs> Oh man, no! But JDCR is 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 too good. You, you've taken the first step onto the stairs that go up the the top of the Eiffel Tower. <laughs> I'm gonna and walk. He's taking up the top, but I'm gonna walk right up. <laughs> just walk right up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> sounds easy enough. And JDCR, like I'm gonna come up the challenge and I'm just gonna run up and like fall off the edge. <laughs> yeah. And JDCR was like, "Well, okay, there you go." Oh, good man. luck. What else happened? King of Fighters 14 was played there. Akira got fourth place with Kyo Benimaru Iori. Third place, Komao E.T., Evo Champion, with Robert, Andy, Leona, Billy, Benimaru, Leona. Of course, he is from Taiwan. If you guys haven't seen it, there was a great article about him, you know, about 
after he won, uh, like his parents, he didn't get along with his dad because his dad hated that he played video games and they were all like all this stuff. And after he won Evo, it's like repaired his relationship with his father and all this. Like, like I read that and I was like, okay, wow, shit, man. <laughs> wow. So there out. you go, there you go. Uh, second place, Kindebu. All with right. Kula, Leona, and Luang. And first place, Hua Mao, ZJZ. With Kula, Yuri, Leona, Leona, Yuri, Mature, and Kula, Yuri, and Mature. All so, right. so golden yeah, fatty. ET e. is the one that I was talking about with that story. So, uh, Guilty Gear Exert, Rev 2's fourth place, W7266 with Ramlethal. Third place, Ken Kaze with Chips Enough. Second place, Cyclops Dogoro with Raven. First place, UGP, Kazunoko with Raven. Sick. Wonderful. <laughs> I hate that character. Yeah, yeah. Oh, man, okay. But that was the Taiwan Majors, so good stuff. Then uh, there was also a Capcom Pro Tour online event in North America. This is the one that was supposed to take place like on one weekend, and they moved it because it coincided with something. Yeah. And then the movie, and they moved it to coincide with something, so they moved it again. So finally, they picked this one because they figured that Taiwan would be in Asia, and there wouldn't be as many U.S. players and stuff. Well, they were right. But the results were seventh place with Nephew with Colleen, uh, seventh place WBC CG Truth with Karin, fifth place Noble Vagabond with Nikali, fifth place PG Punk with Akuma M Bison and Cami. Wow! So what I mean, he, he, he's he's hearing he's in here just like you know gatekeeping, but doing it. But I mean, this is smart, right? Because like he's using Akuma. I like it. So if he runs into to Tokido again, he'll have a little bit more uh, idea of what to do. Yeah. Fifth place, also Noble Vagabond. With I said that already. Fifth, fourth place, Tampa Bison oh, okay. with M Bison. Third place, KPB Tega with Akuma. Second place, Brian F with Balrog. Wow, Balrog didn't win an online oh tournament, right? But first place, Idom with Laura. Yeah. There you go. Okay. CJ Truth with Karen now, huh? No, no longer can be. Interesting. It's like, I, it makes sense. It makes sense to me so much because they're so similar to each other. But Karen might just be have a slight advantage over Cammy in some matchup things. Yeah, and for somebody who loves to play the slow ground and footsies game, I think that makes maybe a little, a little yeah, more sense. Yeah, that's true. The, like the, CJ the, does. The, the old Phelong right. skill right there. Uh, also this weekend was TXT Chile, uh, that took place in the Latin America regions here. Uh, 128 players battling it out. I think this is. Uh, let me see. It was a Tekken Master yeah, event, right? Yeah, this is a Tekken Master event. This is the one that uh, Rip, um, uh, Sejam, and Rick went down to to commentate. So, uh, in seventh place was Roy Nietzsche with Huarong. And AEG DAX with Eliza, fifth place AEG Mysterio. Oh, nice! Really? Uh, with Leo and Claudio and HDG True Alvin with Katarina and Lily. Mysterio plays everything. I by guess. the way, when he did the exhibition, it was like KOF and Street Fighter, and I guess he plays Tekken. Yeah. Fourth place, Circa Joey Fury making it all the way down there to Chile uh, with Jack Seven, but he did not take the tournament. Third place, Avalon Ruperto. With Heihachi Kazumi and Jin, second place FNM Sapito with I remember I remember meeting Sapito actually with Xiaoyu and first place ORG Crespo with Akuma. All right, there you go. Uh, so good stuff. I did not get a chance to watch any of these things, but I did see from Seijan that he had a great time down there. He had a really good time. He got to hang out with uh, Felipe, 
who uh, you met at SCR, the guy who oh. was working on the o Omen of Sorrow, and he like helped show them around and everything. Nice. Like that. So that's really really cool. Uh, also, this weekend was the Barcelona Games World uh, Barcelona Games World. Uh, this was also Tekken, uh, another Tekken event here. I think this, this was also master event. Was yeah, there. so there was three master events uh, this past weekend, and uh, we'll talk about the finals in just a little bit. But uh, seventh place was Princesa Na Namine. When people Namine ask me for whiter like, teeth, I always tell them the thicker the enamel, the more white you're gonna have. I would definitely recommend Pro Enamel, strong and bright. Did I click on this ad? Whoa! Did, it wasn't even the ad wasn't even on the screen, and it just started. Okay. Seventh place was also Daniel Motto with Jin. Jeez. Fifth place, HG Sir Sambo with Dragonov and Asim with Katarina and Dragonov. <laughs> gotta take care of those teeth. You gotta especially make them nice when, and thick. Especially when you eat all this pie, right? Mmm. Mm. Uh, fourth place, CCG Bode with Leo and Cosme. Third place, also CCG. Tishuman with Master Raven. Second place, HG Gerlanda with Katarina. First place, Eastone Gura with Leo and Lily. Or Leo and Lily, I should say. So there you go. All right. And that totally crashed that page. Wow. Okay. It died. All right. So that's all I have for results. Um, there was also the big house. Oh, the big house. Okay, okay. For which I have results. Okay, go for it. Excellent. Super Smash Brothers Melee. I watched all that top eight and it was really. Oh good. really? Oh yes, nice. I okay. I'm okay. no expert at that game, but it was uh, fun to watch. Seventh place uh, was Tempo S2J with Captain Falcon and Falco. Uh, Fry's Wizrobe with Captain Falcon also seventh. Fifth were C9 Mango mm. with Falco and Fox and also Fox Mewtwo game. Okay. Okay. With Sheik Marth and Fox. Fourth place was Alliance Armada with Peach and Fox. Yeah. Third place was TSM Leffen. With Fox. Second place, PG Plup with Sheik and Flox. Winner of the whole thing was Liquid Hungry Rocks with. Oh, dang! So, uh, almost there, almost there. Winner's finals, though, was Plup versus Levin. Mm. There, were, there were four of the five old gods in attendance, and the winner's finals was Plup and Levin. Um, I think that is awesome. That is awesome. I think that's super cool. I mean, we t I just talked about that JDCR thing. Same thing with Smash. Yeah. I want to see the gods lose. They Well, they almost did. Yeah, but Hungrybox ruined everything. I mean, he made a ridiculous yeah. run through losers. Um, like, he had to beat a bunch of those gods to do right, so. Right, it right. was very impressive. I think you're... Um, are you kicking the thing? Or oh, oh your, your, your laptop might be touching it a little bit. Yeah, there you go. Might be. Uh, so, Hungrybox did the trick in the end. But, yeah, I think that's a really good sign. That, that Plup and Leffen are, are yeah. up there. Very cool. Mm -hmm. Very cool. Also, when Hungrybox won, the crowd was not happy. <laughs> that needs to stop. The crowd was not happy. That needs to stop, man. I felt bad Look, for him. I know, I know they don't... Oh. They, were not, they were not happy, for sure. <laughs> they need to end that, like... If only it had been another Fox player who had won it. If only, oh my god. It was... I, I don't understand that scene. Fox, love for Fox, that character. Fox, Fox, Fox. In yeah. second through fifth. God, Jigglypuff is so interesting. I know, man. Jigglypuff is like so like 
is the most fun character for me to watch. Same. Definitely same. Spacing matters. Mm -hmm. And then just fishing for that one sleep. And then you have to judge the sleep, too, because even if you do sleep them, and you do it in kind of a bad energy level, and it doesn't kill them, or even if it does kill them, you're basically sacrificing that stock. You know what I mean? So. Yep. Uh, They only pick Fox against H-Box, huh? Oh, interesting. Okay. Yeah, so Fox, apparently, all those players picked Fox only to try to fight Hungry Box. Well, I mean... Bluffin just played Fox, but right, right, right. fair enough. Okay. Uh, people hate Hungrybox because they think that his character's lame, um, and also he's not as personally as much of a fan favorite of mm-hmm. many people. So. All right. Uh, anything else? Yeah, uh, Smash 4 happened there. Oh, yeah. Uh, seventh place were MSF Larry Lura with Fox and C9 Ally with Mario. Fifth were MVG Salem with Bayonetta and PG MVD with Diddy Kong. Fourth was TSM Zero with Diddy Kong. Third, Cosmos with Corrine. Second was Mars with Zero Suit Samus and Captain Falcon. And winner was RNG The Buzz (laughs) with Rosalina Luma. Yeah. (laughs) What? Big House was the winner of the defensive players. Sick. Mm -hmm. Lame style. I like it. Okay. Alright. Just wanted to mention as well coming up this weekend for upcoming events um the coliseum the second place this weekend this is in rome italy it is a tekken world tour europe challenger event uh, i do not have the stream information here um for that but that is taking place in rome italy this weekend uh also this weekend of course is southeast asia majors mm. which is one of the biggest ones here this is the uh japan this is the asia finals right this is the asia regionals right kind of like the red bull battlegrounds if i'm not mistaken uh-huh. so southeast asia major games says so a tekken world tour asia pacific regional event i want to say it's the asia i'm pretty sure there's a battle for the stones happening there yeah. For Marvel Infinite. Yeah, because I saw Marn say that he's going there because he wants to take that Pretty sure. as well. So, um, uh, Plup has been a good player for quite a while, but uh, really picked things up like a year or so ago. Yeah, let's see here. Uh, so Curly W says yes and no. So, okay, so I guess it's not exactly the... Um, but it is going to be the Asia Pacific Regionals of the Pacific Republic for Tekken 7. Okay, but that is happening this weekend. Yep, Asia Regional Finals and Battle for the Stones Tournament, says GTO Akira. So there you go. Sweet, Battle for the Stones! That's right. There are a couple Americans who are going. Oh, really? Yes. Didn't you just mention Marn? Oh, yeah, yeah, Marn's going. Or yeah, is yeah, he um, Vietnam? I don't know. Yeah. Uh, no, he lives back in the States now. Mm-hmm. But also, uh, Guilty's going to be there, and so is uh, Fubar Duck. Who's going to be there? And they, <laughs> right, they've yeah. both been practicing it up a lot. And they... Guilty got third place or something at some big yeah. tournament out there recently. So I think that's going to be fun to watch. We'll see what happens. Hey, me and Guilty were going even when we played. That's true. Brooklyn beat her very Like her very first night playing the game. Me too, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's, right, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Was, that's why it's a joke, right? Because yeah, like sure. both of us had no idea what we were doing. Definitely. Yeah, no that was fun to watch, we actually. Uh, um, also... Um, yeah, we'll see who else plays. I'm, I'm home... Yeah, that's right. So uh, Abigan, who he went to uh, CEO Otaku, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and I don't think he did that well, but uh, he's going to be there. Right. All right. Uh, more information on upcoming events. Uh, the Tekken World Tour Finals. 
which were in Japan last year. That was the event that Saint won, and you know the guy who did Akuma's voice came out and like That's started right. doing Akuma voice, and it was awesome. That was awesome. <laughs> it was awesome. But this year they're moving it to the United States. It's taking place in San Francisco, and Geese Howard will be playable on demo over there. Wow! So this is going to take in San Francisco. It's going to be at the City View at the Metreon in San Francisco on November twelfth. 16 of the world's top Tekken 7 players will be competing for the title of the World Tekken Championship along with a $50,000 prize pool. You know, the Metreon is a fancy place. Mm-hmm. It, it is. is. Yeah. So. It's a fancy venue. The secret to wider, brighter teeth? I want to hear it. Starts with strong enamel. You gotta thicken it up. Pro enamel strong and bright. Strong enamel for wider, brighter teeth. Right. For that. a stronger, Brighter you? <sighs> oh dear, okay. But there you go, and Geese Howard will be playable at that event. The tickets, Goose. Tickets are available at Eventbrite right now. It is $5 to attend this event. Not so, bad. Ooh, I might want to go up there. That actually sounds cool. Yeah, what, think, what weekend is this? This is November 12th. I'll have to see what else is going on that weekend because yeah. I kind of want to go. I'm with you, man. I that sounds watch very this, cool. And I want to check out Goose. Yeah, I want to check out Goose. I want to see the Goose. Exactly. <laughs> <sighs> All right. Um, also, uh, E League Injustice Two World Championships coming up, and the Last Chance Qualifier. That's true. Raiden will be banned yes. at this event completely. Correct. So Raiden is not allowed at this event because he will be too brand new. I like how they're. Picture that they showed us as Raiden will not be a tech. <laughs> it's kind of funny. Yeah, he won't be there. <clears throat> okay. Uh, also, this is this is the weirdest thing to me. Uh, let me see. When, when is this taking place? Revolution 2017 is an event that's coming up. I don't have the dates or anything like that, but they are going to run a Fight of Gods tournament there. What? And the winner is going to win a golden... Uh, a crown of thorns. Crown of thorns. Crown of thorns. Sorry, the word I was like, ring of thorns. No, crown it's a crown of thorns. of thorns. Crown of thorns. Wow, how heretical! <laughs> and I just think that's funny that they're gonna do a fight of gods tournament. I think that's kind of cool. That's really gonna be really funny. But I feel like it's either gonna be Don or Michael Muscles Murphy. Yeah, there's like two people who play that game. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's cool. It's a fun game. A lot of funny ideas in there. And then also taking place, uh, is it also this weekend? Yeah, I think it's like tomorrow even. It's oh, very, it's very dang. soon. Okay, okay. Yeah, you're right. Okay, so tomorrow, Udeal is putting on an event. This is why Justin's in Japan randomly. There is a special 5v5 Street Fighter V exhibition, Japan versus USA. Yeah. And, um... So the players in Japan that are going to represent are Fudo, Nemo, Daigo, Haitani, and Kazunoko. That's a good lineup. <laughs> Ow. That is a but, good one. But the West team is going to be PR Balrog, Smug, Justin Wong, Snake Eyes, and Filipino Champ. Hold on, did you say that Puerto Rico and Balrog is going to be part of the United States of America team? <laughs> If only Donald Trump was a fighting game fan, he might have. 
might have had different results over the past few weeks. Damn. Yeah, no, but why why no knuckle do? Why no why no punk? That's a good question, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I mean it's gonna be an interesting kind of fight there. It's gonna be an interesting one. So yeah. Yeah, no, that's a it's an incredible lineup on both sides. Extremely good players. And what do you what, what do you think? What do you think? What do you think? What do you think? I mean, Who, like, tell me, like James. I feel like if Punk and Knuckle Do were there, I would be a little bit more confident in the U.S.'s team. But right now, I'm probably gonna go with Team Japan right now. Dang. Because the thing about it is, honestly, I think Team Japan will win because I'm biased for the U.S. team. I, I okay. <laughs> yeah. That all right. <laughs> Oh yeah, I don't know if you saw there was a there was an event. Okay, yeah. <laughs> it's, exactly, it's exactly why I said that. It's exactly why I said that. So uh, I, there was some event hopes thing about commentary not too long ago, and I read it, and it was actually an interesting article. Mm-hmm, and then mm-hmm. for some reason, I thought it'd be a good idea to look at the comments, and somebody didn't like. Well, I think it was both of our comments. Yes, what about uh-huh, it? It just me. Uh-huh, mm-hmm. It was both of us. Uh, because we are too biased in favor of the American no, players. No, he said you are too biased for Americans. Is what he said. Too biased for Americans, including. Well, he said. In I forget fact, the language. He was like, in fact, David even said Infiltration was the greatest Street Fighter player on the planet at one point. There you go. There you go. America's finest player, Infiltration. I think uh, he really meant biased against. Uh, and I just, he just didn't have the wording correct. Maybe so. so. Who knows? Who knows? Uh, just based on the way that those players match up, I mean, I think that's an interesting set of characters, you know? Mm-hmm. I feel like it's it's funky to have two Balrogs. You know what I mean? Like, oh, that's like a, yeah, yeah, It's like yeah. weird to have Dawson right. in, that, mm-hmm, in that situation. Mm-hmm. It's, it's weird. To, well, maybe not weird to have Zangief anyone. I don't know. Maybe not, but... Uh, certainly not Karen for for Justin, right. but a few of those are like funky character choices that may not be like it's I don't know. We'll see. Oh, Punk can't travel outside of the USA, and Do is taking a major break until Capcom Cup. What? Punk doesn't have a visa? I guess not. Punk will be at Canada Cup. I guess he won't. That sounds fishy. But, but okay. The bad news about this whole thing right now is that it is being streamed at Nico Nico. At a 4 a.m. Pacific time, there is no word on an English restream yet, unless something has come out that I am unaware of. And if anyone on chat wants to let me know, shout-outs to Richard Kuklinski for the sub. Um, but apparently we will only be able to watch this on Nico Nico for now, and that, of course, requires a subscription, if I'm not mistaken. So um, we'll see what happens uh, at some point in time. So. Yeah, if that's not yeah, live. Richard Kuklinski has literally subscribed for two years already. 26 months. months. He says, wow, one year and two months already and a lifetime to go. Love y'all stream and legendary commentary for the FGC. High five. High Thank five, you. Richard. Thank you very much. Thank you so much. So. Cool. <clears throat> All right. Um, yeah, well, we'll see what happens with that. I'm, I'm going to be very interested to watch the replay, mm-hmm. having probably already been spoiled about what happens on screen. Oh, yeah, of course, of course. Um, that's all I have for upcoming events. Uh, do you want to take a quick break, or do you want to just go through the rest of it, or what do you want to do? Let's burn through. Burn through? Okay. Let's go to the next topic here. Let's talk about this Unreal Engine thing. There's nothing to say about it. That's I just basically wanna, true. I just want to talk about it because I keep getting hit up by it, and people probably don't understand it enough. 
Um, Unreal Engine has discovered a flaw in their engine that is one of the reasons why that is causing input delay. A lot of these games are using that. Tekken, Street Fighter, they all use the Unreal Engine. So they have a new patch to their engine that has addressed this, has killed this input delay. And so everyone's like, yay, time to fix Street Fighter and Tekken on the PS4. Not going to happen. Unless... Unless they really, really want to dedicate some resources for this. Mostly because if you know anything about programming and if you know anything about underlying engines, if you update it to the latest version, you could blow up your entire game. Now, I don't know anything about those things. Could you make it work? You could, but you would have to go and run your entire battery of QA tests from the beginning. I mean, this, the best way to think about it is when you upgrade your phone OS, a lot of the programs stop working, mm -hmm. right? It's because when you change the internal infrastructure of everything that the entire game rests upon, you could break so many things and you have no idea. So basically, as soon as you do that, what you do is you have a giant battery of tests that you run. This is how it's supposed to be in the software world. You have your QA test objects, test cases, whatever you want to call them have this whole battery of tests. If you change the underlying engine, you have to do 100% of it. Is that like a, a long-term process, I imagine? Yeah, I mean, that's basically the entire QA process. So if they've been developing the game for two or three years, they have to do all of that again, basically. You know what I mean? Like just it's a years-long sure. pro process. Yeah. Or you just do it and hope for the best, and, and there's going to be bugs everywhere, and everyone's going to be like, your game is garbage, and that's it. Right, yeah. so it's okay. it's a tough process. It's a tough process. So yeah, <laughs> L. Paul B. It's just a radio button. That is yeah. That makes a lot of sense to me because like people are always like, just change this, won't hurt anything. Change one thing and the whole thing just explodes. The most harmless changes. Every time someone's like, this won't be that bad of a change. You do one change. Either one of two things happen. You change it in the code and you're like, shit, this touches this. Okay, let me tweak this part. <laughs> yeah, oh shit, that touches this. Let me tweak this part. Oh, shit, this touches... Or you do it and you're like, yeah, that was pretty easy. You release it and then the whole thing explodes. <laughs> okay. two ways so it's not going to happen, essentially. Yeah, I really doubt anybody's going to do any updates at any time soon for that. So Okay. There you go. For the um, record, I don't think that uh, I've ever had a an Android app no longer work after I update Android. Really? Okay. I'm not sure that's true, but I just wanted to, <laughs> I just wanted to put in the old dig. <laughs> dig, 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 dig. I don't know. Uh, so that was that on that topic right there. Uh, that's all I want to do, but let, let's, let's talk about this other topic here. Um, MVCI. MVCI. Is it busted? Maybe. Is this game broken? Well, we were pretty certain that it was, it was broken, were we not? I mean, that it was... That's like the goal of it is to be yes. wild. Yes, uh -huh, uh -huh. and yes, that's, that's honestly it's supposed to be crazy. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, that said, I mean, we we had I think everybody acknowledged that there was a significant chance that it was free enough that like very wild stuff would end up happening. Right? Mm -hmm. We all recognize that. So now there's the a hit stun decay glitch that essentially mm -hmm. resets hit stun and makes it so that it doesn't decay as much as it's yeah. supposed to. I feel like it's actually, and this is again coming from the programming standpoint, I think it's a flip. I think it's an integer flip. Because the damage has oh, to be okay. up to 7300, yeah. which I'm assuming is probably the highest level of of, uh, of uh, hit stun scaling. Yeah. 
And so something triggers it, and there's probably supposed to be a protection to let it drop, you know, prevent it from going any higher or whatever, but it probably tries to increase it and it resets it to zero. That's my theory. Yeah, that's my that theory. makes total sense to me. Because mm-hmm. uh, then after that, you just do whatever you want, basically. And uh, there, there are, at this point, paths found for a lot of different characters to, mm-hmm. to set it up. Um, so there's a, there's a pretty, pretty good chunk of characters that can and, make it happen. I mean, Vanilla Marvel had a hit stun deterioration reset glitch, too, if you remember. The capture state, and you would DHC, and the guy would DHC flip out. The DHC glitch, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, but, you know, the ability to kill one character is, is pretty crazy in a game with two characters rather than mm-hmm, three. Mm-hmm. Uh, Which is why we even talked about the Spider-Man Infinite last week. Right, but. right. Uh, and, and, you know, on top of that, better setups have come out so that people are doing uh, uh, inescapable resets, essentially, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. right? Resets that are uncombos, to use a term that nobody's used for like 15 years. Uh, like a combo that's not counted as a combo. It's not a combo counter continuation, but there's no escape out of it, so you might as well call it a combo. Uh, like, I don't know if you saw Aliun come out with uh, this whole Dante Spider-Man thing. <laughs> Dude, I love it. You, you, put so him in, you put him in the box, and they can't tag, and then the... the Oh, no, I don't think I saw this one. So the one that he had before that was the same idea, right? Dante mm-hmm. does combo, 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 big old combo. Million dollars. They flip right. out a million dollars. Then you get him with the Spider-Man super. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The only way to escape that is to tag, but you tag into the Dante super. Dollars, so you yeah. Uh, but if you just have space box open, then they can't tag anyway. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So okay, they're, okay. they're definitely dead. Right. My God, does that mean I should be using Space Stone? I think Space is the best. Because honestly, then that means they can't escape my Spider-Man reset either. I, I've been saying I think Space is the best. I, I think I think Soul is the theory best, but I don't think that's going to happen for quite a while. So I think right. Space is the best. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, in any case, you know, setups like that mean that there are, you know... One-touch kills. One-touch kills. Mm-hmm. You know, characters build meter while they're getting hit mm-hmm. with two bars you can tag out mm-hmm. so it's unlikely that that's going to be like a frequent whenever you get touched you right. have won the round mm-hmm. basically that's not going to happen but it still is more than clearly they intended right capcom intended. Yeah, yeah, yeah. so mm-hmm. you know capcom is is taking a look at that stuff we'll see what they do i'm sure there's going to be a some change in, yeah. in the works yeah. but uh yeah i just want to talk about marvel being crazy and uh, i mean I, I, it's I, I, no surprise I said it, like I said, before the game came out. I was like, look, when the game is busted, because you know it's going to be, right? Because, I mean, that wasn't even if to me. It was a when. I was like, just let's just be happy that we live in a day, day and age of patches. Because back in the day, we couldn't do anything with that with Marvel yep. 2. Most of the busted glitches in Marvel 2 turned out not to be terrible because they, they didn't beat Cable, Sentinel, Magneto, or Storm anyway. Like, for example, that... An Acherus thing where once he gets you with the curse, uh-huh, he just uh-huh. keeps cursing you and you're dead. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. But that doesn't matter because he, when's he going to get that right. hit against those Th- characters? Thanos Bubble Infinite didn't matter. Didn't even matter. Um, <laughs> like the Juggernaut powered up, permanent power up glitch. They banned Gambit flying away from the screen <laughs> and disappearing. Yeah. There was a lot of uh, bugs and frozen. Like, if you, like, chances are if you went to a Dave and Buster's. And you saw an MVC2 machine, like 90% of the time the game was frozen. Because somebody who knew how to freeze the game would come along and do it for fun. Like, that happened <laughs> oh, all... I have yeah. seen so many frozen MVC2 games in Dave & Buster arcades. That's funny. Just because... And I've seen people do it. They're like, oh shit, an MVC2 machine. They run over there, and then they like, do this glitch, and they walk away, and they're like, ha ha, 
<laughs> and they yeah. let a butt. That's yeah. funny. Mm-hmm. But yeah, there is a uh, a lot of well, letting it rock versus patching. Uh, it's it's in this day and age, it's a little bit different because of the prize money and the esports aspect of it. There are some things that I do not want a knee jerk reaction to patch. Okay. Uh, like the Dante reset to the Spider Man thing. I think that's super clever. I love that setup, but it forces you to use Dante and Spider Man, which is not a bad team at all because they're both super good. But even if you took away the Spider-Man... The Spider-Man Infinite is the only thing that I think right now should... Well, there's a couple things. That needs Hits to be patched. Decay, the Hits Thun Decay should be patched. Uh, there was also... There was one other thing. Oh, Gamora Gun not being throwable. Mm, yeah, that's true. Uh, I, I don't know if that is like super it's important. Not, yeah, but... it's not going to come up very often, yeah. but it's just... It should be patched. Like, Gamora can do, I guess, like meaty guns against waking up Hagar. Like, all right. <laughs> You don't have to worry about level 3 super. I don't oh, know. and Crouch Light Stinger. Yeah, that one needs to be fixed. Too. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's not just Crouch Light in the Stinger. Some other characters have that too. But, yeah, right. The, the, the unintentional Point taker. Overheads. Or unintentional yeah, yeah, yeah. overhead. Yeah. And again, you know, all the, like I said, all the, this, people are always like, stupid Capcom, they suck that they didn't find all this. Look, I, you go make your own fighting game. Honestly, you will not, especially one that's like this. Right. You make it like a Street Fighter game. Even Birdie Jump Light Kick being invincible on the way down, that glitch that happened a long time ago. Forgot about that. That stuff is not easy to find. Like, unless you literally have someone go through every frame and just like look at everyone and be like, is there a throwable hitbox? Is there a hittable hitbox? And there is is like a like thousands and thousands of frames in this game right a lot of these things have to be found just through people playing and hope you get lucky and you find a lot of these things you know what i mean it's whatever i mean it's to be it's to be expected that there would be some issue mm -hmm. but as you said they can patch it they're gonna do that right. I, I what what i don't want is for them to also patch the characters i just mm -hmm. i think you're right about the dante spider-man thing let that rock we'll see how, we'll see yeah, how it pans yeah, yeah, out yeah, yeah. right uh -huh. but the fact that you can tag with two bars just means like, hey, if I'm going to play against a Spider-Man Dante team, I'm not going to spend meter for super. Right, exactly. I'm, I'm going to always have the two bars. I'm going to come in spinning with the old Lariat. Oh, boy. Right. You know what I mean? Um, Dude, they should just hire tool assisted. Like, why have they not hired, like, these kind of resources? No, actually, the reason why is because he's not from Japan. But, I mean, let's just, let's just be honest here. Right? Are you sure so, about where she lives? That's true. I'm not sure where she lives, actually. She could be Japanese. Maybe that's why she types that way, to hide her inability to speak English very well. Could be. I, I'm not sure. There you go. Okay. I'm not sure. <clears throat> anyway, we'll see what happens with that. I just, like, like I said, I don't want character changes. It may be that some characters are too good and some characters are not good enough, but mm -hmm. it, for now, I'm not sure about that, and I'd rather have time to check it out. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I don't... Personally, I don't feel like the game is terribly imbalanced. It, no, se no. it seems to me like it's a great first stab at a Marvel game, specifically. Especially with, apparently, the budget that they had for this game. I literally had someone argue to me that they were like, man, Capcom doesn't care about us because, you know, they made this game and half-assed it, and all they concentrated on was the gameplay and the netcode. What a bunch of crazy people. I mean, if you have no budget... That's what you concentrate on. That's, <laughs> That's what you work on, dude. I'm sorry. Yeah, of course. That's what you work on. I'm happy that that's what they chose. Definitely. If we have an ugly-ass Dante and an ugly-ass Frank West, but the gameplay is fun and the net code is good, that is what I'm matters. good. I'm yeah. good. Of course, it would have been great if they had spent more money on it. You know? <laughs> Obviously, that's preferable, mm -hmm. if, if possible, whatever the constructions right, right, are. Right, right, right. But if possible. 
with that said, if you do have a limited budget, definitely pay attention to right, the gameplay. Exactly. Of course. And yeah, they're going to work on stuff like story mode and all that stuff like that, but that's because everyone was mad that Street Fighter V didn't have... Basically, Mar again, I mean, look. Yeah, Dad, you better sit down. For Damn. I don't want to... Street Fighter is a result of Street Fighter Four complaints. Okay. Marvel vs. Capcom Infinite is a result of Street Fighter Five complaints. Right? I mean, it's just... It's just Let's, let's be honest with ourselves here. And that's pretty much how it all worked out. So, You guys were mad about not a lot of modes. So they made sure they put in arcade mode, story mode, you know. Game, a lot of people were mad at gameplay. So they made sure the gameplay for Marvel was really sick and fun and creative. Well, mission accomplished. Yeah, exactly. So, <clears throat> in any case... Uh, I still think that my team of Nemesis Hagar is, is, is month one top tier. Yeah. Especially with space. I think mm -hmm. it's pretty silly. Mm -hmm. I think it's pretty crazy. I basically win matches online. By the way, I don't think I'm terrible anymore. I thought I was the worst. Uh -huh. And I don't think I'm the worst anymore. Oh, I don't I don't okay. think I'm good. But I did take games off Tuboware earlier. What? I think he, he made it out of his pool in CEO Taku. So could I have made it out of a pool three weeks ago? I think so. I think so. There you go. There you go. Uh, I'm still like 11th or whatever 12th ranked <laughs> on the internet. I but, think Mega uh, Man was slept on. Mega Man X should have been the Dante of the game, and the supers are lazy. What do I think? Yeah, I don't like. I don't like. I don't see. That's a weird. I don't know enough about Mega Man X right now. I don't yeah, see him enough. I don't see a lot of people playing him. I think so. I feel like he's a bit underrated myself. Yeah, we'll but, see how uh, it goes. Probably not fantastic. I mean, like these games, these games. Uh, this, I, I just, I don't like the knee-jerk reactions and stuff. And I really want to talk about this actually uh, on an Uncensored episode because I want to tell a story about knee-jerk reactions. But like, you know, d don't forget what everyone did with Level Four Wesker when when Ultimate Marvel came out. Remember Level Four X Factor Wesker? Yeah. Once the shades are off, and then Whoa, he's he was fast the best. He was the best character by far, right? So, yeah. Um, uh, the point of that story was that I am not feeling myself. I don't think I'm very good. That was the point. Oh, okay, okay. Gotcha. I don't think I'm very good at the game. I haven't played. I haven't played uh, online again recently. Actually, like I said, I just played some Tekken yesterday, which was cool. I really had a good time with that. So, the the only time I win is because I get to do stupid things with my team. Nemesis Hagar, it's. I feel like its defense is the best in the game. So whenever anybody wants to like do cool stuff up close, I'm just I just spin around, or I do easy hyper with uh, with Hagar, which is invincible, or I do right. four four punches with Nemesis, which is invincible. And then I just tag, and I'm like, well, now it's my turn Dude, to do people stuff. People don't realize. I'm just, like, that's it. Like, and, and once I get snowballing, I just snowball. It's like a real jerk of right, a team, yeah, you know? Yeah, yeah. Command grabs in there, and I got a space box. It's just like, I just get to do stupid stuff, and I'm not very good, so that's perfect. You, you, you said on Twitter that you felt like your hagger, most of his damage came from yourself spitting, right? 100%. Yes. So, that's how I played Maki he in, dies all the time. in CBS 2. I just hit 3K all day and hit everything. And I just, I, the only reason why I want to bring this up is because this is, again, 
going back to the whole thing of like people want one button special moves. You know how I use Maki's three thing? I literally walked up and had my hands over the buttons, and anytime I saw the opponent move, I hit three kicks. It's like with Ed in SF5, yeah, right? It's the same uh, idea. Uh, people totally do the same thing. Yeah, and so it's so much easier to invincibly hit people like that. So my hit rate on stupid 3K, like even, I was playing against Nuki at Southern Hills Golfland. And I, like, like drained half of my life and almost his whole entire bar with, like, three kicks. And afterwards, he was like, your mock is very strong. And I was like, yeah. <laughs> but hilarious. it was all three, it's all three kicks. Because you could just walk up and be like, he did something, three kicks, you know? And it's like, yeah, it's why quarter circle forward motions is important. But even with Hagar, it's Lariat tag. Yeah. And it's, it's not even just that now it's your turn. It's that if they got hit, you get a full combo. You get, you get <laughs> yep. the whole thing. You yeah. know, now they're in the corner, and then you bring in the old Hagar again, whatever you want. He's got a barrel there, you know. It's, <laughs> he is such a jerk. It's so fun. Yeah. Oh, man. It's yeah. not, I don't feel like it's repetitive. It's, uh, if you watch good, so, I feel like there's like a middle ground in terms of skill where it may become repetitive. Because same thing, it happened with Marvel 3, too. Mm-hmm. But at lower levels, it's blast. It's very free and open and a blast. And then at high levels, it's very free and open and a blast. Yeah, not but only there's that, this middle ground where it's, I don't know. Because at the highest levels, that's when players are counter-tagging and tagging. Because and, right now at middle grounds, everyone who counter-tags gets themselves killed. They just like bring in some guy and die. Like, okay, so at the tournament that I just that we were just at in Iowa, of all places, yeah. like um, Chris G was at that tournament. And when he counter-tagged, I noticed distinctly that he would counter-tag and run away. Yes. You would counterattack and like run under the guy and just fly yes, away. Yes, definitely. As soon as they launch, you you counterattack. Yeah. Now you're in the because him. one, he turns them around, so you can't hit the guy Correct. over there. And two, the other guy always drops combos on purpose because like, oh shit, here comes the counterattack. Most people are counterattacking, super jump, let me hit him, and they run into buttons and then they get happy birthday and everything like that. And so like. Once you get to the higher level, it's like counter tag, tag, counter tag, tag, tag here. And so it it isn't as repetitive, but you're right. At the middle ground where everybody is doing everything, where it feels like they're supposed to do everything, yes, it gets very repetitive. And every character is going to do 6,500 damage. Every character, you know what I mean? It's like there is that issue with it. But I think at the highest levels, it's definitely very interesting. Yeah, I think it's it's a blast. Uh, Yeah, and by the way, Sonic Fox is the best player in the world. Yeah, I mean, well, let's talk about this. Let's talk about Sonic Fox versus F Champ. Did you yeah. watch that? Yes, I did. I was cheesing the whole time, dude. I like, I was just like, because I was with a bunch of the other guys. Like, I was with Yipes and I was with Marn and you know Sherry and all these guys. And I was just sitting there. I was like, why would you guys not think Sonic Fox could win this? Like, you got me. I don't know. So he has a rap of only playing games that like not the good players play. Sonic Fox, yeah, yeah, yeah. yes. <laughs> The NRS scene has a rap of being not as competitive as other game scenes. That was true for many years. Okay, like in MK9, even in probably Injustice One, but certainly come MKX, mid MKX for the last like year and a half, two years, mm-hmm. it's been as strong as most scenes. Right. I'm not gonna tell you what's as strong as Street Fighter, which I think is probably the strongest, only because that's what is most entered. Right. Because it's, it's, it's the biggest. It's quantity. Yeah, that's the only it's reason. It's not quality. It's that's quantity. That's the only reason. But, right. but I, so I don't think that it's that strong. But it's as strong as like most other games. Mm-hmm. So if you got somebody who's winning most of the time, including getting the top eights pretty regularly without having lost a game, mm-hmm. and also wins the Skull Girls things, and mm-hmm. also the DOA things, and he also got top eight in final round of Street Fighter V when he played it for a month and a half. Right. Um, I just don't see why you would think that he is not a good player. Uh, 
so I I wasn't like rooting for one side or the other, F Champ or or Sonic Fox, but I did think it was hilarious that he dumped on F Champ. <laughs> um, I think I just think that's funny because I, you know, F Champ is uh, very sure of himself, and uh, you know I hope he. I mean, you could see in the second set he was figuring it out. Like if if but, they had started if they had started a new third set. Well, someone. Oh well, yeah, he was know, figured out. But someone said that they forgot to update Sonic Box. He actually won eleven to like something. Did he really? Okay. So he should have won much earlier, and it would have looked like a bigger blow oh, up. Funny. But it, it didn't. Okay. That's what someone told me. That's funny. That's what someone said, dude. Yeah, I saw what I saw. What so like, like Champ was tweeted. was figuring stuff out. He's obviously an excellent player. Yeah, because I mean the thing is, the first half of the second set, you could tell he wasn't really like fully in it because he was like, "Shit, I can't beat this. What the hell am I supposed to do?" Like you could see he was lost, and then he started figuring it out because he's a smart guy. But he still got blown up. The thing is that he played that defensively better than anybody else, and he and he did it quickly. Like when it, when I have watched, because I've watched all the NLVCs when mm-hmm. Sonic Fox goes there, and I've been watching Bum Stream, and he's been there, and I watched Ray Ray Stream, and yes. he's been there. I've just been watching a lot of Marvel Infinite in general. Um, Sonic Fox gets people to just not do anything. Like, he makes it so that even Ray Ray, with as much movement as he has, Mm -hmm. even Ray Ray gets caught by, like, instant air dash to the other side, instant air dash back to the first side. And he's not pressing buttons. Right. He's just caught. Mm -hmm. F-Champ never had that happen to him. Like, in the second game, like, he saw... Jetta do okay, something so like someone said it wasn't an eleven thing, so it was not. Okay. Yeah, okay, whatever. Uh, so he he saw Jetta do instant air dash in game one. In game two, he was already doing stand jab to mm-hmm, anti air preemptive. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Already, nobody else had even done that. Right, that I've been right. watching. Uh-huh. So it's not like he came into this and was getting butted on in the same way that everybody else was. He was doing better, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but Sonic Fox is so far ahead that he three would him, and then I forget the final score of the third first thing was, but he won both of those sets three o. So he would have threw out him in tournament. Uh-huh. And then ultimately won by landslides anyway. Right. So, yeah, he's probably the best player. Um, it may be that Justin Wong's the best. He hasn't entered a tournament yet. Certainly F-Champ is going to be studying and practicing and getting a lot better, right. of course. But, yeah, it's probably Sonic. I mean, I had heard that Justin Wong is pretty much the best right now. Yeah. And, and I heard this from an unbiased source, a.k.a. Marn, right? Because okay. Marn okay. would totally not be biased in this situation. Sure. And he was like, no, Justin Wong is the best for free. Okay, all right. All but right. the interesting thing was that the, the comment that um, that Yipes actually said about Justin, though, is that he says he's never seen Justin Wong this aggressive and this movement heavy. Like, he's like, he used to just be like the lamest guy yeah. in the world. And he's like, right, like in this game, like he is never standing still. Like he huh. is just in your face the whole entire time. I don't so. even know what team Justin plays. Do you? No idea. Hey, I, I, I don't even know that. Right, exactly. <laughs> so, we'll see. We'll, we'll see. see. Yeah, we'll see what happens. I mean, this wouldn't be the first time people have said, you know what, I can take on Sonic Fox and and, and, and failed. So. Yeah, I mean, again, I don't, I don't know that I'd be rooting for either side because, <laughs> you know, Justin's my friend. I want him to do well. I like Sonic Fox, too. It's, it's, it's like I want... I feel like I want both things to happen. I want, like, the scene to be defended. Marvel players defending their turf. Mm-hmm. And then I also want, like, the newcomer to come in and blow it all up. Like, I definitely feel both sides, so mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know. Although, I will say this, I do think that Sonic Fox being at a champ is great. Mm. I think it's great for the scene. Yes. I think it's great for... Because it's basically the challenger coming in here, and it's not just going to be, hey, I'm F-Champ, I'm already good at this game, I've been playing this game longer than all of you have, and 
he's just gonna body everybody. You know what I mean? Like it's Sonic Fox came in here was because everyone was like, man, Dormammu's so cheap. The vines are broken. You can't do anything to too good, too good. He never even got and every time he did get go. it, he set up the mix up and it was weird. F Champ's mix up looks slow. And like you're doing the same setup again, it didn't work. You know, like it lo- it looked weird yeah. that he kept going to that same setup. Yeah, and it didn't look that impressive all of a sudden. You know what I'm, I mean? I'm and, totally with you. And so it was just good because Raccoon and Jetta, two characters that you know, not everybody was saying. Some people were saying Raccoon was top five for free, right? But um, lo- most people weren't looking at them. Everyone's mm-hmm. talking about Ultron and Dormammu and Dante. And to have Sonic Fox come in with this team that not a lot of people were, you know, talking about or anything and blowing up someone like F-Champ with this top-tier broken team, I think is great. I think it's fantastic. Agreed. I'm super excited. Strongly agreed. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he's a... I mean, as many games as he played against F-Champ, he was doing different mix-ups the whole time. I mean, a lot of them were based on the same idea, but, like, he was coming up with stuff on the fly. And when I saw him play the... You know, later in the week against Ray Ray and and um, Coach Steve on Ray Ray's stream, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. he was coming up with stuff like on the fly. And I don't know if you ever seen Sonic Fox play in casuals. He is constantly feeling himself to the maximum extent, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. the uh-huh, absolute uh-huh, maximum. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And and there were some squeals out of that boy <laughs> that you would not believe if you haven't seen the, the right, streams. Yeah. Like he he is having such a blast. Yeah, uh-huh, it looks uh-huh. super annoying. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, dude! But yeah, did you see when uh, Champ activated the Ghost Rider bike and he put him in the box? <laughs> he put Ghost Rider bike in the box, and I was like, as soon as I saw, it, I was like, "Shit, we're in Vegas!" Like I was picturing the little bikes and the globes. Because yeah. you know? <laughs> he was just turning around back and forth in the box. I was like, "This is the greatest thing, dude!" Oh man, oh that was awesome. Yeah, he definitely squeals. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's <laughs> yeah. like, he's like giggling the whole time. He's like, yes. Definitely a it's, that, it's that Edma Sanchez. So, in other words, Sonic Fox is probably, we don't know this yet, but he's probably the best third strike player on the planet right now. I definitely believe that he could be. Yeah. <laughs> if he wanted to. I would believe oh, that. Oh, man. Okay. He has that style. Oh, all right. Anyway. But, yeah, MVCI is a pretty crazy game. I would expect nothing less. It, look, if MVCI came out and it didn't feel busted, I would feel like it was a failed MVCI game. Yeah, it I feel be like crazy. it would be an MVC game. It would be a failed MVC game to me. It should be crazy. And, and there are a lot of people out there. Yes, uh, someone's been arguing with me um, that you know that this game is bad because some people are saying it needs a patch. Dude, I, the game obviously needs a patch. Yeah, but I still love it, right? And I've seen people like Kyle P was just like, I don't care what anybody says. I'm having the most fun with this game that I've ever had. It's a lot of fun. And there's a lot of players out there who are legit enjoying this game. So. I just, I'm so happy with my team. It's so fun. <laughs> I get to be such a butthole. Oh, man. Oh, man. Okay. Uh, like, I don't even hit confirm, dude. It's it's ridiculous. I just do button, button, special move, super. Because why not? I have characters with most health in the game, and it doesn't matter if they get hit, and I can tag, and then if I have Nemesis coming at them, right, he's invincible. And then... I get Hagar coming in, and there are gaps in there where there can be command oh, grabs. Oh, yeah, But yeah, it doesn't yeah. matter even if they don't get grabbed, because I still got the dude he's coming in. Right, yeah, yeah. And then you can, if they push block, uh, you can space stone them back into the mix. Uh, it's so stupid. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
Oh, uh, boy. That's yeah. exactly how Sonic Fox sounds. Yeah, actually, a lot of people are right, though. It's really hard to find a lot of people online right now, which is unfortunate. But there's just not that many people who are playing it. Not that many people who bought it. That's so. exactly right. Uh, but then also, uh, dude, do you see that someone actually did finally, like, on the PC, they modded the graphics a little bit to, like, add shaders and stuff like that? It didn't 100% look better. Yeah. It definitely looked kind of janky, but it definitely showed that there was potential there. Agreed. And I do think... God, I have said this, though... Ever since the game came out, I felt like a lot of the bad graphics come from the fact that all the characters look so washed out. Yeah, they the look. The contrast weird. is really bad in the game, and it, there's just something about it looks pasty and washed out. And I just feel like if they could just, like if they could just put in a quick little shader fix in there, they don't need to like update the graphics or whatever. But I think that would go a long way to making the game look better than it does right now. And like it. It can't look worse, right? <laughs> so, I mean, might yeah. as well. So. Yeah. All righty. Anything else to talk about? What do we got? No, let's go to fighting game news here. So, uh, announced was Street Fighter V Arcade Edition. I don't think we've actually officially talked about this No, we yet. have not. Uh, they have announced this. It's coming out on January 16th, 2018. It's got spiffy new HUDs, new graphics. There's going to be the arcade mode, crazy costumes, like... Uh, I think that's uh, Rashid in the beautiful Joe costume there. Really? Yeah. Here, let me do this here. Let me see if I can bust this. I, I honestly didn't know which character that was. I thought it might have been Chun Li. It's the pose. I had that's no the idea. Rashid pose, if Is I'm it? not mistaken, right? That's I don't the know, that's man. the Rashid pose. Oh, he's not on the internet. Yeah, that's right. That's the Rashid. Does pose. Does Rashid do that? Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's the Rashid pose right hmm. there. Uh, but yeah, they've got the Rashid costume. They've got this. Uh, newer menu they even have this bonus stage where you're breaking barrels or something like that held by um what's this guy's name 2p i think it is or something like that from final fight oh yeah yeah he's one of the final fight bad guys and okay. stuff like that so uh, a lot of cool things for this game potentially here and then they said there's an arcade mode that's going to celebrate all the different street fighter games so there's going to be the alpha path there's going to be the third strike path there's going to be the street fighter 2 path and stuff and uh lots of lots of things coming out for this so um kind of uh Obviously, you know, I, I, I want to see what more there is, though, because this is all good and nice and everything like that, but if they don't fix a lot of gameplay issues... Well, speaking of gameplay issues, there are going to be two V-triggers. Right, right, that's right. Okay, so every character is going to have two uh, V-triggers. Now, the question is, can they do a good enough job to make them both good? Because I don't see why you would ever not pick, like, Balrog original V-trigger or Aegis Reflector, right? Unless they come up with something yeah. equally broken... That which would be a problem, in or its, just nerf the first V trigger, right? right or they nerf it. So if they can figure out a way to balance things, so yeah, um, new V skill as well. Characters yeah. will have endings in every path. Interesting. Okay. Yeah, it, it could I, be cool. I hope there's more. I hope there's more. You know, I really hope that there's more than just a second V trigger. Well, because, V skill also. Yeah, a second V skill because I feel like the game has a lot more issues than that, right? Like I feel like there needs to be. Uh, just more ability to have variety in the game. I just feel like it's in a strange place. Like, I'm not sure what the niche is of mm -hmm, Street Fighter mm -hmm. V's gameplay. I think it's a fun game to play, but if I want to play, like, wild, I can lose whenever game, then I would play Marvel. Mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. if I want to play, like, the slow, patient kind of game, that is how a lot of Injustice plays. Right. Uh -huh. And I'm not really sure, like, what the, what the hook is of Street Fighter V, relatively speaking. 
I feel like it's like it's like softcore Marvel. It's, it's weird. <laughs> yeah, it, I mean, somebody like, actually not, not stated sure. early on, like that's why in season one, a lot of Marvel players like Ray Ray were doing well. Yeah, because it does feel a lot like that. It's it's more about don't be there than it is about defending. Yeah, it I definitely am. is. The, the niche Beansy thinks is accessibility and familiarity. I think familiarity is true. I'm not sure accessibility is really it. Mm-mm. Maybe that's the intention. I'm not sure, but it doesn't seem like that's how the game has right, played out. Right. Because the, the funny thing is the way that they designed the game, they're like, let's make it accessible. And then they put the input buffer, and then they put in all this stuff about... It, it basically turned it into the most frame data important game, one of the most frame data important games ever. And so if you're going to do that and you don't put frame data in the game... Right. Right? Like... That, this is the thing. They tried a lot of things, but they, they, they're they trying to apply it to existing Street Fighter. I've talked about the input buffer before. I don't like it, right? But like when you play in Tekken, there's an even bigger, gigantic input buffer. Why is it not bad in Tekken? It's because the game is designed around it. Yeah. It's like you have 7,000 moves. So you can throw out a move that you're like... It's like throwing out a move that you don't normally use in Tekken is like jumping in Street Fighter. You catch them off of guard, right? But in Street Fighter... You're only going to block Karen standing medium kick, crouching medium kick, whatever. There's only like four moves that you got to be careful of. And by then, because of the input buffer, then the frame data makes it so that everything is a canned response, right? And you're always going to be, if Cammy does towards heavy kick, you're always going to know. And you're always going to be able to say, well, she's minus two now, now it's my turn. Input buffer guarantees that you're going to win unless she EX uppercuts, right? And so you've basically turned everything into this canned response. There's none of this, like... Like, the game is not built for input buffer. You know what I mean? The game is not built for input buffer. If they wanted to do, do input buffer, people should have more normals. You know what I mean? They should have, like, more... I guess I see what you mean, although I don't think that it's true that there are canned responses, because I think the game has gotten to an interesting point where after blocking a move that is minus two, people don't just do jab. They do fierce they do crush counter because they know that right if the jab somebody wants to grab instead and suddenly somebody yeah, wants to do yeah. jabs there's like an interesting little game that develops of which option you bring out afterward right so i think that there actually is an interesting game there i just think that it's it's extremely important to know as you said frame data right. and you have to know block strings you have to know exactly like what the common block right. strings yeah, yeah, are yeah, to yeah. Deal with uh-huh. stuff. but see once you'd establish that then that mix up is the same. It's like, okay, then it's like, okay, well, after I block this, I could take advantage of the fact that he knows I'm going to jab so I can do the slower move and I can take advantage. But that is already determined. You know what I mean? We already know that mix-up. Well, that mix-up didn't come in for the first good year of the game, year yeah. and a half of the game. It's not like it, it took a little while to develop. Yeah. But certainly now that it's developed, it's the mix-up. Right, exactly. And so I just feel like there needs to be more put into the game to add for more chaos, for more... And, and I know... That's not what I want. I, what, what, I, it's not necessarily what I mean by chaos. I just mean, like, I want more human error. That's all it is. Like, that to me is the hallmark of a good fighting game, is the potential for human error. Because that's what I feel like really separates people. Okay. You know? I I mean, I, I, I get... I know that's important to you. But mm-hmm. I don't care about that, right, really. Right. But um, I guess for, for me, the... The issue with SF5 is that I just don't see it as having like a like a distinct enough niche gameplay niche. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I felt like it was like SF4 was 
I thought it had quite a few faults, but it was it was clearly very distinct compared to many of the other games right. at the time. Yeah. Not the same as Marvel, not the same as MK, not the same as Injustice, not the same mm-hmm. as Tekken, etc. Mm-hmm. Whereas I feel like SF5 is kind of this, like, like there's some clear Guilty Gear in it. There's, like, clearly it's, like, <laughs> right. yeah. less than Marvel, uh-huh. but kind of Marvelish, and it's it's not the old sort of footsies style that was there. It's right. got a different kind yeah. of footsies, mm-hmm. but it's not the old mm-hmm. style that was very Street Fighter 4-ish. Street Fighter Three ish. It's not like that, so I, I don't need it to be like Street Fighter Three and so forth. That's totally fine. Mm-hmm. I just don't think that it's it's at it's has like a real identity. It doesn't have its own personality, basically, right? It doesn't. There's nothing Street Fighter Five like. I think you, that's yeah. That's yeah. The, I agree with that. Put it succinctly. Yeah, I agree with that a lot, actually. So, but. Arcade Edition coming out. Hopefully they do a lot of things. Hopefully it changes a lot of things. I mean, the UI looks a little better, although the Ken face looked the same and his hair was still clipping out of his clavicle. But, you know... I you mean, can only ask for so much, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. So, But we'll see. I'm excited for it. So I'm very hopeful for Season 3. I hope they throw in a couple of loops in there. Same. Because, I mean, remember when people realized that Omega Edition was kind of like a beta for Street Fighter V. Some people have been going back to Omega Edition and messing around, and that thing was wild! And and, and it's so different than what Street Fighter V turned out to be. Like, the original Street Fighter V betas felt like it, because there was just, like, craziness, like, there was, like, cool combos, and then it just, like, went away, and then it went away from that. And so... I don't know. It's. I would like to see a little bit more of the... I saw a clip of somebody who was uh, comparing Omega stuff to some of the release screenshots. And, yeah, and yeah, you know, yeah, the uh, Bison will have a Psycho Crusher, right? And uh-huh. the Omega Psycho Crusher into whatever funky punch follow-up he <laughs> yeah. had. Some janky-looking stuff. Right. Uh, that kind of looks like what this picture is mm-hmm. now in the SF5 and in Season I mean, 3. So. If they decide to do something like that and go a little bit nuttier like that, I'm all for it. I, and like I said, and that's the thing is, I don't think that will add to chaos. I think that will make the game a little more less chaotic in a weird way. Because right now, the game is literally... I Well, you know what? I know my view is skewed heavily because I use Cammy. And she is the most boring-ass character in the world, right? So right now the game is knock you down and there's just this mix-up. And you got to guess. And you got to guess. And and that's like, video games. So right. I'm not but, worried about that. Like I said, the guessing is, is it's too exact. It's too precise. You know what I mean? It's like A beats B beats C beats A. It's not like, it's not, there's not enough weight in, either, in any direction. You know what I mean? In Super Turbo, it's safer to block when you got get up. It just is. Like, if you block when you get up in Super Turbo, there's very little way that the opponent, if they know you're going to block when you get up, can take advantage of that. They can make you block a short and then go for the throw. But blocking when you get up is still going to successfully avoid 90% of the problems that are going to come. You you can't be thrown immediately. Right, exactly. And that's what's missing. And like in Street Fighter 4, that was backdash, right? Backdash was kind of like that. Hey, this will solve most of the problems. That became a problem in itself. It created OSs and whatever like that. But right now, Street Fighter 5 is too much one-to-one-to-one. It's like A, B, 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 C. So it's literally you have to guess. And I, I think that's a little chaotic. If you create the game so that the moves are a little more potent, so that you have reason to just do meaty chip, you know, stuff like that, I actually think that will take away a little bit from the chaos. So. I feel like Street Fighter Five's mix-ups are among the weakest in any fighting game. It's they're 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 not super compelling. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's it's just like button or not, <laughs> right? right? It, to, to really boil it down, so it it's not it's not like some wild game. 
uh, uh-huh, uh-huh. like ST is considerably crazier, but um, yeah, it's very framed at a heavy pressure and and not as we've said many times, not enough gameplay variety. Like I, I know a lot of people have seen the picture of Sagat, and they're like, "Oh my God, Sagat's in!" It. It's a Street Fighter One picture. It's literally it a really? picture of Sagat and this room cat and all the Street Fighter. It's just a Street Fighter One art, so we don't know anything um. yet, right? But like, if he is in the game, please be his owner. Please, he, uh, yes. Please be a Tiger Tiger's owner, please. He's not gonna be. <sighs> he, no, sorry. Because I know... I agree, though. I hate zoning. You know I hate zoning. Yeah. But, like, I want it. It needs to be there. I agree. I, 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 that's almost kind of, like, why Manat is so interesting to me. Yeah. Because she's kind of zoning a little Definitely. bit like that. So. <sighs> In any case, uh, okay. more What's news going on about yeah. games that are actually <laughs> out. Uh, let's see here. Uh, uh, ARMS version 3.2 is out, so there's a new patch for that. And I'm sure you're all excited for that. So, Go on. Uh, the main addition is the badge slash, a special achievement system where players gain badges for completing specific tasks. And then uh, they all, I guess there's a, a robotic version of Springman designed in the style of Headlock from the single-player Grand Prix mode. So they keep updating the game. They keep adding patches and stuff like that. So, um, oh, bless their little hearts. Uh, that's true. Oh, that's right. Uh, do I have that listed here? I don't have it. But yeah, uh, Jeff in the chat has reminded us that uh, the DLC for uh, Marvel is coming out. Uh, Black Panther, Ultron, Sigma, Sigma Ultron, and... Um, just Sigma, right? It's just Sigma? Yeah, you're right. Just Pretty Sigma sure. yeah. and, and Black... No, not Black Widow. It was Monster Hunter. Correct. So those three are coming out. And, and there was footage of them. Yes. At yes. whatever event just New happened. New York Comic Con. New York there Comic you go. Con. Did you see any of that? I did not see any of the footage. I did. I did. Sigma has a very interesting move where he... First of all, he's very large. Mm-hmm. Right? He was in the game. Yes, yeah. uh-huh. indeed. Uh, that's right. Yeah, he was in there. Mm-hmm. Um, so he, he swings his sword, and when he does so, he leaves a projectile, kind of, I, I assume projectile, mm-hmm. but he leaves a thing on the screen. Ooh, okay. And it just hangs out there for a while. Okay. So It's kind of like SF Cross Tekken Jin, maybe? Or Kazuya, whichever one that threw the little fireball that stood on the screen? Well, I guess kind of, but it's 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 just like something that hangs there in the sky. Mm-hmm. It's not far away. It's it's just like where the sword was. Okay, like okay. The, where the sword swung, he like leaves a thing there. Okay, so okay. I don't know. There could be some cool things with that. Um, uh, Black Panther has really good mobility. Mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. he has like a couple different wall jumps. I mean, he definitely looks like the the Wolverine function. I mean, let's just. Let's... I think he has Rekas. Is how it looked. Oh really? I'm not okay. sure he's Wolverine okay. really, but he he has wall jumps and and funky movement. Like not okay. like okay. Wolverine's movement is like very normal. You know what I mean? Like it's not he if anything maybe more like X23. Mm-hmm. That kind of weird movement. So that's cool. And we've already seen a little bit of Monster Hunter too. Mm-hmm. She has a big sword, whatever happens to that. Yeah. But there was also the artwork that was leaked with uh, Black Widow and but I think we talked about that last week a little bit. So but also at New York Comic Con was a uh, Blaze Blue cross tag battle had a bunch of footage That's there right. as well. And it was interesting because they saw the character select screen and it shows like Persona and there's like maybe seven slots there. There was like Blaze Blue and there was like 12 slots in there. And then, But then the weird one is that, you know, under Ruby they have this up, but then there was one that just said extra. 
Oh. There's, there's this extra row that had nothing in there at the time. Okay. But, but are they going to like throw in even some crazier characters in there all of a sudden? Interesting. Uh, what do you want? What do you want? Uh, I mean, if they could put in Guilty Gear. If they can actually, I don't know if they have the rights to it, but if they could put in Guilty Gear characters, that would be awesome. Like, just take the old sprites from Guilty Gear and oh, put them back in the game. You know what yeah. I mean? But, I mean, if they did that, Classic why, gear. why wouldn't it say Guilty Gear, right? But, you know, who knows what they have in there, so... That's true. I, I've, I've just been thinking about, like, modern Guilty Gear, but they could just use, like, X or, like, uh... Yeah, uh-huh. XX. X and Core Sprites. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, but, uh, that's in there. Um, did you see any of the footage of that game? I did. Like I heard it. I heard a lot of it. Ruby is loud. She was a talkative character. Yes, she is. She is definitely she's chatting up a storm. She's I mean, definitely <laughs> very jam like. Yeah, it's not. <laughs> that's not unusual for that game developer. Yeah, right. That's mm-hmm. they replay Blaze Blue. Their characters are having conversations the entire time. Right, right. So <laughs> it was just a, it, like a particularly obnoxious voice. But, yeah. Oh well. But um. Yeah, no, it's. I'm excited. Uh, I mean, the game looks cool. Game looks cool. So I, I didn't get a chance to see much of it, but I'm really curious to see how it's going to develop. See uh, what's going to happen with that game. So, um, all right. Uh, some. This is a community stuff that I have here. Uh, there Come was footage of Dragon Ball Fighters, and now all of a sudden at the bottom there's a new UI element of like little Dragon Balls down there. Oh, what? And you can actually collect Dragon Balls. Really? So let me just do this here. Is this GERD? What is this? <laughs> the GERD? Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. The grid system? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not sure, but apparently like there's something cool that happens if you collect all seven Dragon Balls. And so like they're down here and... That's, but they haven't revealed what this does yet, so... That's I'm not curious. seven, is it? Am I just not able to one, see that One, two, here? three, four, five, six... Yeah, oh, there's I a missed, seventh oh, one okay. there. Yeah, that, that's no, just right. really black in there, so... You're right. So, interesting. I'm not sure how this is going to work. I'm not sure what's going to happen with that, but kind of excited to see what's going to happen. little tug-of-war GERD? I don't know, because it looks like... You, <laughs> but I don't know. See, that's the weird thing is, like, if you collect it, shouldn't there be two of them? Like, one for each player, or... Maybe that maybe the ball is just more on the left player's side right now, you know? Yeah, I know, I right? Know. Like, ships over know, there. I have no oh, idea what this. It'd be really interesting. Yeah, I'm not sure exactly what it does. I'm not sure exactly what it does, but cool. it'd be well, interesting to a, find out what happens. Already so. extremely interesting game, and uh, mm-hmm. I'll be looking forward to that. Um, all right. Uh, some community stuff. Okay. Uh, Matt Dahlgren, yeah. who has been at Capcom for almost a decade now, is leaving. Wow. You didn't, know, a, you didn't hear about this. I, I didn't know he was there for a decade. Jeez. Yeah. Uh, B? No. How about that? Yeah. He's actually taking off, leaves a vision after nearly a decade. It's been like maybe nine years. Uh, he's He says he's worked on games like Lost Planet 2, Resident Evil, Dark Side Chronicles, Street Fighter Cross Tekken, Ultimate Marvel The Cabin 3... Ultra Street Fighter 2, Final Challenger, Street Fighter 5, and Resident Evil 5, and yeah. stuff like that. So he's been there for a very, very long time. How about that? Does yeah. he say what he's going to do? Mm-mm. Doesn't say where he's going to go at this point in time. So Wow. Curious to see what he's got up for him. But well, yeah, I mean, like that's... Good luck a- to him over at League of Fighters. Congrats to Ryan. <laughs> retire. I know, right? But I mean, that's it's kind of concerning, right? Because we had Nidal leave, and now uh, Matt Dahlgren's right. left, you know? So I'm wondering what What's that going on, entails huh? at this point in time. So, 
We'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. Uh, for Tekken 7, uh, one of the crucial videos that I used very early on was uh, that Blasted Salami is a guy who makes uh, videos, uh, Tekken videos, and he made one that was like, here's all the characters, how hard they are to use and how they generally kind of play, Okay. so cool. pick one that fits to your style. He just recently kicked off a new series uh, of videos here called Tekken 7 Essentials, where he goes through characters one by one, so the first episode is out. It is uh, Dragonov, okay. where he talks about Dragonov, so definitely check that out. Uh, I'm pretty sure his YouTube is That Blasted Salami. Just look up That Blasted Salami, and you should be able to find that on YouTube uh, pretty easily. Very so, cool. I will definitely check yeah, that out. I definitely need to watch these because I'm still getting... like I'm just happy right now that I feel like when I'm losing in Tekken, it, it is more now that my movement sucks and that I don't know the enemy character as opposed to, I don't know what to do, I'm panicking. Gotcha. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I feel like, because I played against a Heihachi who was destroying me at first and I was actually able to adapt to him, like, a after a while. Like, I was like, whoa, I can actually, like, nice. adjust to fight him a little bit better. That's but, cool, man. But, so a lot of the problems that I have in the game are definitely my own fault. Uh, like I said, my movement is garbage. Okay. And uh, I just need that. to know the character. So uh, it's cool. Dude, That's I like... know almost all of King's moves now, to be honest. He's, he has the most, like, out of everything. Does he really? Okay. It, like, he's, you know, there's move Like, I went through Fang, right? Because he's, like, the second character I might want to learn. His move list is, like, 100 moves, right? And you go to King, it's, like, 340-something. What? Like, Jesus Christ. It's because there's so many, like, multi-throws that there's, like, these, they can branch to here, they can do this, and then there's, like... What? Dude, seriously, his move list. And you know what? Oh they didn't even list all of the moves in there. Really? There's some moves that aren't listed in there that like some other people had to tell me about afterwards. I was like, what? There's That's more? wild. Yeah, exactly. So. All right. But definitely check that out. Um, uh, also, uh, community stuff here. Sien talked to Channel News Asia about the struggles of becoming a professional gamer. I uh, always like watching these. Like, I haven't had a chance to watch this yet, mm. but uh, I'm just bringing this up so people can take a look at this. Cool, yeah. I haven't seen it either. Uh, but yeah, he talks to... Uh, let me see here. Yeah, he talks about his drive to become a top player, involved walking away from jobs, etc., etc. Yeah. So definitely check that out. CN, another one of the, just those cool people in the community that I just think he's... Good guy. Yeah. Uh, but yes, we talked about this a little bit earlier. Punko, who did say that he was going to disappear from the FGC, wasn't even sure if he could play at all in 2018, showed up at uh, Taiwan Fighters and uh, is going to be at Canada Cup. Nice. So he will be showing up there. So. I'll give him a high five. So he says, I was not able to enter rest of CPTs this year, but luckily I can now, and I'm going to CPT at Taiwan this week and will be joining CPT Canada as well. I was in a difficult situation, but there were people who helped me out. Thanks to them, I am very grateful to be able to join the remaining competitions. I will do my best for the remaining competitions. He awesome. says on Twitter. Well, very cool. I'm happy to have him, of course. Yes. Uh, and then finally, I just want to bring this up because this is super cool to me for obvious reasons. But uh, Connecticut's is doing like a bunch of uh, femme fatale series. They had a jury statue Ooh. a while ago. But they've added this cami statue that's coming out, and it's a really nice looking cami statue. What I like about it is that it's an action pose. 
Mm-hmm. I like mm-hmm. the action pose of this. So I'm super right. happy about that because she's like um, breaking the ground, maybe. Yeah, totally. she's like dive kicking the floor or something like that. Okay. But it's a, it's a cool looking statue. I agree. I like it. I like it. So, um, and obviously, I can never have enough candy statues because yeah, <laughs> candy statues everywhere. So, well, that's go. cool. So, really cool looking, really cool looking statue there. But uh, that's all you got. That's all I have for news. Yep. Uh, it is true. I've read the same that Bonchan has kidney stones. Uh, oh, really? Yeah, that is tough. I haven't had it myself, but I've had a few friends at this point who have had it, and from all accounts, it is horrible. And it is—I've heard it's just painful. Yeah, I've heard it's just terrible. So, um, you know, best of luck to him with that. That's uh, it's quite a quite a trial to go through. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Jeff in the chat asks what I think of. The Nintendo World Championships. Did you actually watch any of that? I watched not a bit. I watched parts of it. They brought out some super old games that I completely forgot existed, but were kind of cool. Really? Like on the old GBA color, there was this versus Super Mario Brothers game where you both ran on the level at the same time and you'd like try to fight each other and you had those blocks that would like turn off and on and you could hit blocks and turn so you try to drop people in pits. And okay, stuff like that. I like but it. But one section was the Tetris section. Uh, and like, uh, I, I am not the kind of person, okay, look, I am not the kind of person time. that wants to use those words, words like triggered, like, like lightly, because I think it's stupid, but I am, dude, like, Bifu was the one who was showing me the video, because like, he just turned his laptop and it was showing me, and I sat there and watched it, and we were sitting there watching it, and I was just like, why would, which is, like, dude, like, I, oh my god, oh, like, boy. I could feel the rage like i believe it oh my god i was so mad i was so mad because i have never seen anything like if, like how do you get into a nintendo world championships that must mean you play video games how does anybody get in there and have that little Tetris experience? Was it that bad? Like, literally sometimes... Like, you're a very good player. Like, but. sometimes it looked like people were thinking that the way to play Tetris was to build as tall of a structure as possible with as large as holes as possible. Like, literally, these guys were the worst Tetris players I've ever seen. Honestly, like, I have not seen some things that were that bad in my entire life. I was... And you know what? Okay, I understand. It was Game Boy version. There's no sliding the pieces. They stick really fast. Oh, really? And they touch down. No. They were all on playing on level zero. They were playing on... Oh, God. Are you going to make me watch this? No, I'm not going to make you watch it, but I'll just pull out a, a, a picture that someone sent me at one point in time. They were like, what are you talking about, James? Like, what's wrong with this? And it's just like the picture, just like, I just wanted to die. And oh. Were they children? I don't know. They were not. They were not at all. Oh, God. I just want to see if I can find this. Uh, I'm doing this the wrong way, dude. I'm scrolling back. I should look for my tweet where I talked about how much it was pissing me off. And then I can actually find them. Oh, God. Why am I doing it this other way? Anyway, is there anything else you want to talk about? Is there anything else you want to talk about while I look for this picture? Well, I don't think so. <laughs> Damn it, David! <laughs> I'm going to Minneapolis this weekend. Oh, cool. What for? A wedding. Oh, nice. Oh, okay. Not mine. Family wedding? Uh, friend. Nice. Okay, okay. So, basically, showing up there for like a total of barely a day and a half. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, it's like one of those things. Flying in for the minimum possible period of time. 
I don't have any more pies. I'll probably have more pies soon. No, it's not that. Was it that? That that was it right there. What happened to it? Where did that picture go? It died. <laughs> it, re- it reloaded. It reloaded. Are you <laughs> kidding me? Anyway, it was very this? bad. Why yeah, would I saw, you do this to me? I saw the picture of the Game Boy Tetris, and it was really bad. So take my word for it, I guess. It was, it was gnarly looking. Where's the link? The link is supposed to be like where you can... Mortal Kombat had its 25th anniversary. Uh, I guess there was a party. I didn't go, and I don't know what happened. Oh, yeah. Where was that, actually? I know nothing about it. Okay. Also, it's completely an accident that I'm wearing a Mortal Kombat t-shirt today. It was at the top of my clean clothes pile. Yeah, that's confusing, I gotta say. I don't know. What do we got? Level zero. zero. Level zero. He hasn't done a line yet. His score is... There haven't been any lines. That is... It's bad. There's no sugarcoating. Like... I don't understand. How does this even happen as a human being? Like, no, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. You, you would have to have very little knowledge of video games, I think, for that to happen. I think I think you probably are not a very good player of the video game. That was not Photoshop. That was that, that was the real like, stuff. That huh? was like stuff. You could find it on YouTube. Just go look up the Nintendo World Championships. Like they go were find children. The te- go go find the Tetris section, dude, and just go watch this. Like go there were some some other stipulation. Like I don't know. They, they I don't had know. to play with. Oven mitts on. I'm not sure. I'm not. I I I I'm scared to go back and check because if I find out that there wasn't a stipulation, <laughs> I'm just gonna be angry. Like yeah. you know, like I was watching and I was just like I was like people should be and I was like why how like dude like I believe that I I couldn't like I can't even fake the amount of upset rage that I felt like legit <laughs> at the time when when he showed that to me like. I literally like went up. I like started yelling, and I looked up before. I'm like, sorry, I have. Like, I literally had to like stop myself because I was getting so upset. In any case, well, that sucks. So I didn't watch any of that event. Uh, what was the shtick? Was it was just like well, the world championships? How, how did those people get into the world championships? I'm not sure. I'm not sure. So I saw some things about her on Twitter, and I thought to myself, I'm not going to care about this. So. <laughs> but actually, Kugi did all the graphics. Tenno streamed it all and everything like that. So, really? Yeah, they were the ones who handled it because okay. they were so happy with Kugi's work that he did for Splatoon 2 at E3. Sick. They hired him back again, so he did all the graphics for them. Slash, you know, Slash was there and, 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 and you know, Spans. All the, all the Tenno guys were there yeah. doing the broadcast with all that stuff. Very so, cool. Shout outs to all those guys. So, FGC making waves. Let's definitely. It's definitely. Uh, speaking of Tenno, I'm, I'm sorry to hear about what's going on up in Northern California. There are oh. fires. Up in That's the wine country, right. and that in, in particular obviously affects many people. The entire neighborhoods have been destroyed. It's crazy looking. It looks mm-hmm. bombed out, uh, rather than just a fire. But uh, uh, Hanzo Gonzo lives in that area, and oh yeah, and and while he was flying home, I guess from that event, I don't, I didn't yeah, know what it was yeah, from. Yeah. Uh, uh-huh. uh, he didn't know whether his house would survive, and it has. His apartment's uh-huh. okay. I guess his dad's is as well, but many other people's have been destroyed, like very close to where he lives. It just was very lucky that his was fine. Um, so I'm sorry to hear about that. That's 
Yeah, because some of the neighborhoods have, times. have even like looked like they've been destroyed. They haven't even been caught on fire. It's just that the ashes and the smoke and everything like that mm. has like rained down so bad. He did mention it. that there were baseball-sized chunks of, of ash coming mm-hmm. down. Mm-hmm. I've never seen that. I mean, there are fires in California every single year. I mean, I've never SoCal seen ash happening that too. bad. It's happening in SoCal, like down in the Anaheim area. Anaheim has well. a big fire. That's yes. true. We uh-huh. had uh-huh. It's, it's terrible to say, but there are the most beautiful sunsets during fire season. Right? It's, yeah. Uh, they're amazing looking. But they're but they're scary because you know what they are. So I was I was in my apartment and started to get down to sunset and there's a very particular eerie orange hue. Yeah, yeah, it's a weird uh, glow. And I could see it through the window coming in and I hadn't even heard that there were fires and I you know, that's you can you know it when you see a sunset like that. So uh that happens in California just about every year now and, and I'm sorry to hear that it's uh it's happening again. Good luck to everybody. Yeah. Every, every year there's always this fire situation, so. Whew. Yeah, that happened. Uh, I guess that's about it. I don't think I have much else. Yeah, I think I think I'm I think I don't have really much else to talk about at this point in time. So. I'm gonna learn a, a Hulk team. I think he's underrated in Marvel. I wanna uh, learn Infinite. a Hulk team too. Yeah. Okay. I wanna right. learn a Hulk team too. I think he's a I, I was trying to think about how I would classify him. I don't feel like he's a point in the traditional sense. That is to say, like, I don't want him doing most of the mix-ups. I want him, uh, like, setting up the other guy. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But it's not like traditional assists, either. It's not like he does, like, he's, like, the beam tag, somebody else. Right, yeah, 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 It's not yeah, like that, either. Uh-huh. It's like, he's the one playing out, and then I want him to do something, he's close, and then he tags. I don't know what to call that. Right. I don't know. So I feel like I'm going to call that an offensive defenseman in hockey, <laughs> who comes, he's like traditionally defensive, but can sometimes come up and he shoots Buck in and then he like hopes that somebody else gets a rebound and then they score. I don't know. But I, yeah, I feel like with his extra mobility, he has great horizontal jumps. He has the wall jump. He has the, the uh, slower uh, wave that's like really good for mm-hmm. people to advance behind. I, I, I he want... has the charge into does he go up or does he tag or what? You saw he after he goes up, he can still do something on the way down. Yes, right? he can still attack. So, she, like he's safe after that. So if you charge and they block, you just go up in the air and you can yeah. still do something on the way down. It's crazy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So uh, but, I, th- I think he's underrated. Yeah, I just want one change to him. Okay. I want Gamma Tsunami to be slightly faster because I have this awesome combo where I. Wall bounce you to the other side, and then I do Gamma Tsunami, and it has the entire stage to drag you with damage. Mm. So, like, I can do, like, this tiny combo and still get 6,500 just okay. from the super. Okay. But you have to get it at exactly the right height, because if they're too high on it, they bounce, and they start falling out, and then they hit the ground and it doesn't hit them anymore. Uh. So it's just too slow. If they can speed it up a little bit, then it'll just carry them across the screen, and I would be super happy. So. All right. All right. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know who I'm going to play him with, but I think he's an interesting character. Dude, and I'm, I'm learning him. Arthur, too, because I think he's good. Yeah, I want to learn Hawk, Hawkeye as well. He was a character that I wanted to learn in Marvel 3, but... I feel like you could learn that guy in, in a minute. I feel like he's Maybe. way better now. I feel like he's so much better Some people, now. I think... I have seen people say that they think he's terrible. I, I don't know. He seems pretty good to me, but uh, yeah. I feel like he's a Dude, easy Gimlet and interesting character. He's so, so powerful in this yeah, game. Yeah, I agree. Like, literally, if you have Gimlet, the enemy can't Reality Stone. Right? You see, Reality Gimlet, they're dead. I call that noodles. Forward Roundhouse, noodles. Oh, is that how you blow up Reality? Bam. Armor right on through. Bam. 
<clears throat> okay. Um, all right, anyway. All right, that's all. About it. Thanks a lot for joining us. Thanks a lot to Mike Watson for coming out and talking about the Super Arcade. That was yeah, cool. Absolutely. Haven't seen that guy in a little while. Yeah. You want to you wanna bird him? Oh, that's right. Got to bird out. Got to bird him. Got to bird everybody. The old noodles. Love Jump you. noodles, ground noodles. I got all the kinds of noodles. So here's I'm a, a big fan here's of noodles, dude. I'm going to so, lie. Nobody has been able to beat this so far, and I haven't officially tested it, but... At every round start, I do stand jab with Nemesis. Uh, Nobody's beat it yet. So, <laughs> I, I don't have frame data for him either, so I don't know. But his jab... Oh, Tool Assistant does have frame data for the game now. But not for everybody. Oh, It's a work okay, in progress. Okay, okay, okay. So, his stand jab has armor, and all of his buttons have armor. His armor seems like it is fast enough to beat all the lights, mm-hmm. right? And the jab itself seems to hit fast enough to beat all the fierces. Hmm. Nobody's beaten me yet. So I basically start out every single round with stand jab. I okay. just do jab. That's you, it. You've seen the anti-tag technology with the jabs and stuff like that, Boop. right? No. Um, Yipes pointed this out to me, that Rocket Raccoon and Spider-Man are the only ones with four-frame crouch, with four-frame standing light punches. Uh, tag attack is five frames. So if you ever see a tag, you can jab them before they can hit you. Okay. Or before they can recover. Okay. And then I found out you don't even need to time it. As soon as you hit, see the flash, just hold jab and it works. Sick. And so what everybody found out then is you can hold forward and heavy punch and you will throw them every single time. Interesting. You can so basically raw tag. So all the raw tag shenanigans where someone super jumps over you and raw tags, not a real thing. You can at least throw them every time, and I think that's going to make the game better because I think that mix up was kind of silly, but now you're not going to cool. be able to get away with it, and now you have to be smart tagging. So I like that. I like that. You want, you want to know something else, Dub? What's ah. that? When I was playing tubular earlier, I did stand jab enough. At the start of rounds, that I got just raw command grab at the start of one of the rounds. <laughs> oh, what a dingus! All right, that's all I got for you. That's awesome. Yeah, I felt I felt powerful. Noodly, 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 and powerful. You felt noodly powerful. We're all gonna have to play the first stage of um of uh para- oh no, it's just. It's one of the later stages. Parappa the Rappa 2 is all about noodles. In any case, thanks guys. Peace out.